The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers, and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Cocoa Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, the Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. How you doing? Oh yeah, it is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the start of the Phillips File. This one for Thursday. That's Thursday, February 15th, the year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News and current events, we'll do that. We'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. We'll find many other things to talk about. We always do. So take part of the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. That's one way to do it. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. Check that out. Follow me on Twitter at Real Jim. Then send us a text on anything at any time. We might use it on the air. We'll like it, look at it, review it. We may choose to use it on the air. That's Real Mobile 77031, powered by David Moss Chevrolet and David Moss Toyota. But on the phones, long distance, toll free, 1-888-978-1041. For those of you in the Metro 407, 916-1041. Mo's here. She has news in yes, a few minutes. Sir. Jack is with us. Pinkman is here as well. Later in the program... Excuse me, right after the news with Mo, that bonus round of closest to the pin, someone's opportunity, quite possibly, to win a You Matter business card that will guarantee that person good fortune for the rest of their life if they lose bad luck for 24 hours. We've got Jack's audio file today. Pat Clark over at uh, Channel 2 Handle Sports. We'll talk to him later in the afternoon. Some things to talk about sports-wise, certainly the Olympics. And uh, the Orlando Magic, Daytona 500 this coming weekend. Uh, Let's see what else we got. The regular round of closest to the pin. We'll spend a couple of minutes with Dirty Jim, Jim Colbert, to see what's on his program tomorrow. And then uh, So You Want to Win It with Eddie the Shaman, I do believe, coming by as well. He'll close out the program. He'll get our chi flowing. So there we go. Uh, You know, the big story continues to be this uh, terrible school shooting in Parkland, Florida, down in South Florida, Broward County. 17 dead, I think three remain in critical condition, a number of others injured, and uh, it's the major uh, order of uh, major order of business. Uh, the President of the United States uh, took some time today to address the nation on this, and, you know, didn't well, mention his, guns once, no. uh, I didn't pay no too much attention. No, he didn't. Uh, you know, look... <clears throat> Do I have a copy of the Second Amendment somewhere? Oh, it's I, on the printer. Yep. I've come to a different conclusion about this as a firearms owner, by the way. And it's taken me a while to uh, come around to this uh, to this conclusion. For me, it's my opinion and how I feel about it, whether anybody else shares it. Uh, that's your business, and uh, I just don't give a crap whether you do or not, really. Um, but as a firearms owner... And who at one time owned an AR-15 um, and enjoyed shooting it. 
for a while until the Pulse Massacre, and then I said I didn't want this thing anymore and uh, sold it back to the person who I bought it from. But uh, the Second Amendment reads, um, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. I just come to the conclusion, this is my opinion, the way that I read it, and uh, the important point that I see is a well-regulated militia. I think the last time I checked, I would think a well-regulated militia is regulated by our representatives, uh, representing the citizens of the United States. And I would think that if the a majority of the citizens of the United States uh, want to regulate a militia, a citizen militia, uh, that we have the right to determine what kind of firearms uh, that well-regulated militia can have or will be equipped with. <clears throat> and uh, I don't think, I think if, if you check survey after survey, a vast majority of Americans do not want these assault-type weapons around um now you can have anything you want on your own private property you want to have an assault type weapon to protect your home or your family and your private property that's fine but we don't want them anywhere else i've just come to that conclusion um the fact of the matter is uh, most politicians on both sides of the aisle don't want to deal with this especially republicans republicans don't want to talk about gun control they don't want to say no when it comes to a ban on assault type weapons they don't want any kind of discussion on assault type weapons they they, they reduce funding for mental health counseling. Uh, the federal government uh, will not allow the Centers for Disease Control to do any kind of research when it comes to gun violence in this country. They are prohibited by law. They are prohibited by law from doing any kind of research into gun violence in this country. This is, we have an epidemic of gun violence in this country. There's no question about that. Compared to any other advanced Western civilized nation, we are way out of control when it comes to gun violence, but we are prohibited... The federal government is prohibited from engaging in any kind of research or studies related to where, why, what's going on. Uh, The state of Florida, certainly. You know, these Republicans in the state of Florida that control the legislature and the governor's mansion, you know, they talk a big game when it comes to home rule, especially as it relates to the federal government. You know, whenever the federal government hands down some kind of uh, ruling or dictum or dictate, you know, it's uh, lawmakers in the state of Florida says, well, what about home rule? We've got to have home rule. We're, uh, we should be able to decide for ourselves, you know, what uh, we should be able to do in the state of Florida. Then when a municipality says, well, we might have a different idea when it comes to uh, gun control in our municipality, maybe the city of Orlando, maybe Belle Isle, I don't know, or Daytona Beach, mm-hmm. depending on how the citizens on those uh, municipalities feel. But the state of Florida says, no, the state of Florida says, no, you cannot determine a municipality cannot determine on its own or a county cannot determine on its own what it wants to do as it regulates firearms. And they might have, you know, maybe there's a county that says we want open carry and has a plebiscite or a referendum in the county. Do you uh, want open carry? Maybe up in, up in Clay County or someplace like that or Gillsboro. I don't know. Volusia, they might inf- vote in favor of, uh, of open carry. Well, if that's the way the people feel, that's the way the people feel. But God help you if somebody came along and said, we want a plebiscite to limit uh, the, you know, the carrying of firearms in a particular county or municipality. Can't do that. The state of Florida prohibits municipalities and counties from engaging in uh, those kind of uh, referendums. They cannot decide on their own how they feel about this. So on and on and, and on we go. Um, you know, I don't know what to say about this thing in Parkland. Um, I watched you know, part of the coverage last night, I don't like what I term uh, news porno. 
What's and that? this uh, news porno is uh, is showing ad nauseum, not as much as I thought they might, but they still showed it, is this uh, video of the gunshots that you hear as the students are screaming for their lives in the classroom. I view that as, I view that as news porno. Showing me, I'll just speak for myself, showing me that video, providing me with that video, does not alter in one and one iota, my feeling about what happened at that high school doesn't make me feel worse about it. Doesn't make me feel less worse than about about it. I think it's gratuitous. I think they show it because they have it. And uh, whenever they showed it last night, I switched off to another network or switched to the Olympics. I, I think that I think there is uh, I think there is something that is gratuitous about it. I think we've got some problems within the media when it comes to the desensitization, desensitizing uh, people when it comes to when it comes to firearms. We see it in movies. Uh, the local news has a lot to blame for this as well. The local news uh, deals too much with violence in the six. We'll term it the six o'clock news, where you are provided with, in many cases, stereotypes, where you begin to believe that certain people, all of them. Uh, act in a particular way. They do it all the time. And I'll tell you once again, crime news is the easiest news for, for anybody to cover. I was in the news business for a number of years. I was a reporter for a number of years. I'll tell you right now, the easiest news to cover is crime news. It's a hell of a lot harder to cover a, a bond hearing at a county commission meeting that will have much more of an impact on you and your family's life than, uh, than, uh, than, uh, than, than a shooting in another part of town. It's easy stuff for one reason or another. I don't know whether we've become to like it or we expect it now or actually believe that uh, showing a, a, a violence on TV and the news is important for us to know when, in essence, it negatively affects very few people in the community. And what it does, I happen to believe it scares people, where people get inordinately scared about their own lives when the chances that people are going to be the victims of crime, especially if they live outside of these, some want to call them high crime areas, are very, very, very slim. To the point where we get so scared, or you get so scared, you got to have a gun, you got to have a pistol, you got to have it in pocketbook, you got it in car, you got to have it on the armchair of your home when you're sitting watching TV, because you are led to believe by watching, whether it's a drama on TV or something you saw at a movie or on the six o'clock news, that at any single moment in time, you are going to be the victim of such horrific crime that you have no alternative but to have a gun near your side. When the fact of the matter is, the chances of that are very slim. You view it as a talisman. That's what goes on. You think if you have a gun somewhere near you, that you will not be the victim of crime. Uh, I, 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 I don't get it. I don't think much is going to be done until the next gener- until this generation of kids now in school become adults, because more because those people more than anybody else are the victims of this of this crap and nonsense, and they will be the ones, I happen to believe, when they become adults, will take the football and, and run with it and do something about this in some form or fashion. We're washing guns. Uh, we have hundreds of millions of firearms in this country. And uh, for one reason or another, and I haven't figured it out, 
Unless, because I think there are many, many, many different reasons for this uh, violence that we have, whether it's, uh, uh, you know, at a neighborhood, uh, you know, in the community or whether it's at a high school in Parkland in, in South Florida. I think there are many, 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 many reasons uh, for this other than, well, he's mentally unstable. Oh, well, it's uh, we're all washing guns. I think a whole bunch of things go into the mix. But the fact of the matter is the people who you elect to office will do nothing at all about it. They just won't do anything about it. They're gutless. They lack courage. They are not statesmen. They are politicians. And don't look for any quick fixes on this. This story, for all intents and purposes, will be over by the end of of this weekend. Then we'll be moving on to something else. You can count on it. It will be the next generation. That generation of people in school right now, in high schools right now, when they become adults, because they have been the victims of this nonsense, they will be the ones, at least I think, that will finally... Do something about it. Mo's next with the news, and we've got plenty of things going on this afternoon. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. He's got the news that ain't gonna bore ya. Here's Moira, here's Moira, here's Moira. From around the block to around the block, there's something special for ya. Here's Moira, here's Moira, here's Moira. Let's get a check of the news. Here's Mo. Jim, the big story you mentioned today, the uh, accused killer was ordered held without bond this afternoon. After a brief hearing, he stood with his head bowed. The Fort Lauderdale courtroom was heavily guarded. Uh, A public defender has been assigned to this kid, and uh, they describe him as a deeply troubled teen who has endured a lot of emotional trauma in a short period of time. Out of the uh, mass shooting checklist, by the way, here's the checklist. Number one, send thoughts and prayers. Check. Number two, argue over semantics of the term assault rifle. Check. (laughs) Number three, argue over semantics of the term terrorist. Check. Uh, number four, Congress does nothing but NRA increases donations just in case. Check. That's part of the checklist. Uh-huh. Declare now's not the time to discuss or That's politicize right. it. Check. Mm-hmm. And uh, number six, wait for the next one and start over. Check. I love that. Where'd you get that from? <laughs> would you like Oh, that? I would. Yeah. Uh-huh. And also, I, got it from the, yeah. I got it from the Kremlin because oh, people think I'm a communist. The other one, besides, you know, it's like, and we get it with the texting service sure. all the time. Oh, uh, assault rifle's not a thing, this and that. You know, guess what? In the vernacular, now it is a thing. Assault it is a rifle. Thing. It's an assault-type it weapon. It's patterned after a military-style rifle. You know, we know and that. it kills more people than that, a regular pistol. If that doesn't fit your gun sensibilities, I, I, I don't care. I don't and, even. And the other thing, and don't try and justify oh you want to ban that type of weapon what about virginia tech they use a handgun there there is no one answer to solve this problem but inaction is ridiculous when you know what it will lead to well it's a slippery slope because you know take these well i have that right here you know the the problem that many of us have with this type of weapon many of us who by the way are firearms owners is the lethality if you want to call it that connected to this particular firearm we do regulate you can do guns, a lot you know? of damn of course we regulate guns we we do and if you want to go well the second amendment well i read the second amendment as saying a well-regulated militia well who regulates the militia 
Imagine the government. I think the citizens, well, the citizens through government should be able to regulate the militia. And if a majority of citizens say, we believe a well-regulated militia should not have this type of firearm, well, there you go. I believe. That's just, that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yep. Las Vegas shooting. AR-15 type rifles. Pulse. Pulse. Parkland. You know, these the mass shootings Church. where a lot yeah. of people are killed within seconds. What's the common denominator in many, if not most, of these cases? What type of firearm is the common denominator? Well, you know, they can cause just as much damage with a... (laughs) Okay, nice try. Yep. You know, it's not the gun. Of course. I mean, they... they, I can't even read it. I know know that. I I get it as well. I've got to the point. I don't pay them any attention. I I know how I feel about this. And you know, the hearts are, and uh, prayers and thoughts and red, condolences. These, these, are red, of that. these are Red Dawn people. These are people who actually believe that uh, someday mm-hmm. there are going to be forces that take over, try to take over the government, and they're going to be like Patrick Swayze in Red Dawn and, and, and take their semi-automatic or their automatic weapons and protect the democracy. You ever looked at an Abrams tank? If somebody wants to take over, you're not going to be able to do much about it, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, here's some news. Uh, Jim, we told you earlier yeah, in the yes. week that the, the president was going to Mar-a-Lago over the weekend, and he was stopping here in Orlando on Friday afternoon. Turns out that's all been canceled. He is coming to Florida to Mar-a-Lago, play golf, I'm sure. But he is going a little early and will go maybe 10 miles to the site of Parkland High School, the the, the high school that was shot up yesterday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. It looks like he was here to talk about infrastructure, but he's going to blow that off in lieu of talking at, at, at Parkland, uh, which is perfectly great. I mean, I think that that is appropriate. Did you speak today? I did. And I was shocked that he never mentioned guns. Not once. Uh, Nothing. Well, how, does that, how does You're that You're shocked? Yes, really? Shocked. Come on. No, really? I, Are you shocked I'm that shocked. The, this president did not mention guns that in is, his speech? Yes, yes I am. I, I guess I am a stupid cockeyed optimist because <laughs> I think... Mark I, that. That this president, as any president who sees children mowed down by, you know, one of our fellow Americans uh, with this kind of weapon, would say something about this problem nope. that we still can't wrap our nope. collective heads around. No, no. But he didn't. Not a peep. Sorry. I, I was optimistic. I, I'm always optimistic, Jack. I Bing, think bang, boom. this is going to be the time. No, now... It's going to it, this is the time he's going to say no. China China very no, big No no not China very big, very talk big about change. guns talk about something talk about All right what? don't get all you know Look, you know I, I swear these things the, you're not going to you're not you're not mm. you're not going to convince anybody No I know You're just not going to change their minds What you have to do is meditating. work with like-minded people Yeah I started meditating I found an online meditation and I do it what type about, of meditation It just the guy TM, talks it's like Zen, a, it's a guy mindfulness yeah, mindfulness, I think, is closer. He, he guides you through something, and I needed it so badly today, and I didn't have time to do it. And now Apparently my teeth are, didn't work very well no, for you. No, my teeth are cl- I said I didn't get to do it today. And concentrate now, on your breathing. I, I am. What you do That's is correct. You connect your hands together and place them over your navel, because what you're trying to do is get the positive energy yeah. into you. I agree with that. Well, now we come closer to home, Jim. Let me tell you this. Uh, down at Lake Nona High School... They had to arrest a kid, a student at the high school there, who was found with a knife and a BB gun. 
a sophomore, so he's 15, maybe 16, was approached by law enforcement this morning. Administrators were tipped off that this kid would have a weapon, and it turns out uh, he had what appeared to be a gun. They did find a BB gun, some CO2 cylinders, pellets, a pocket knife, all manner of things. He faces charges of felony possession. People are skittish, and then the next day you're bringing a BB gun to work, uh, to school? Kids are scared, too. I'm sure kids, are, kids are scared for various reasons. Or the kids are scared because they see this on the news. Mm. I mean, who knows what the reason is? He might say, I got to have something with me yeah. in case this uh, this nonsense happens at my school. Maybe he's the uh, object of, uh, of a bully. Bullying. Who knows? Yes, I know. Or maybe he's uh, whacked out of his head. And, you know, who knows the I got reason some good for news. that? I have one piece of good news. And then I have a lot of other things to talk about. Got 30 well seconds. Birthdays. The Jones High School chorus and band is going to Carnegie Hall. They got the money they needed. They got the money they needed today. And it was given through Ellen DeGeneres and and a gift from Walmart. Ellen must have been listening to this program. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago. She did. I bet she heard it. And we said, here's where you go. Support Jones High. She follows me on Twitter at Yankee Jack. Maybe maybe I tweeted about it. As a matter of fact, we have a we uh, have a recording of Ellen and uh, donating some money to Jones High School through Walmart and all that kind of stuff. Yes, sir. We'll bring that up. We'll fit it into the program somewhere along the line. Support I also Jones have Marco, Marco Rubio, the junior U.S. Mm-hmm. senator from the state of Florida, commenting on this tragedy in South Florida. He's another one. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Talk with Pat Clark, do some sports later in the program. Jack's audio file at the top of the hour. Bonus round, the closest to the pin. In the meantime, back to the news. Here's Mo. Uh, jury deliberations, I think, are still underway this afternoon in the Isleworth millionaire Bob Ward's second murder trial. That's good news for him. It started last late, late, late yesterday afternoon. The judge let him go home for the evening. And then they came back this morning and started back at 9.30, and that's the last I heard of it. longer the jury's out, the better for the defendant. Ooh, well, uh, turns out that they... Um, what I learned in law school. Did you? For that one semester? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, Ergo, right. ipso facto. Right. E pluribus unum. Uh-huh. You want to make a bet? Guilty oh. or not guilty? Ooh. On board? Oh, that could be settled today. And oh. you already, he already owes you a dollar, P.S. Could be a mistrial. What do you think? Guilty? Oh. Ooh. Whoops. Well, the odds are now in your favor if you're going not guilty because the jury's still out. I'll go guilty for a dollar. I'll go not guilty okay. for one dollar. Seriously? It. Mark it down. Are habeas corpus. Not guilty. Adjourned. Pinkman. This is a mistrial. It's a push. It's a wash. Deal. Okay. I think you have a wash on Corinne Brown, too. Her wig. We don't know. Wig or no wig. She never really showed her face. Uh, we don't know about what was on well, her head when she checked into her jail. That is gosh darn frustrating. So I'm 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 xing that off. It's a push. <laughs> By the okay. way, we're putting together the video of Ellen handing yeah. over uh, and announcing a major one hundred thousand dollar contribution to the Jones High Choir. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Kind of said, why don't you kick him in? Kick in a couple of bucks. Uh, these kids have been invited to perform at Carnegie Hall in uh, in New York, mm-hmm. and they take center stage all by themselves. And uh, they've been trying to raise money and bake sales and car washes and all that kind of stuff. But Ellen on her show announced that uh, through Walmart they've raised $100,000. That's a big deal. It'll still kick in a couple of bucks. Really cool. Yeah, we'll get it together. Oh, it made me cry when I saw it. It was so, you know, they didn't have a, they were, they're doing bake sales and, and car washes. And, you know, if they pass the plate, it's it's a big deal to get 1000 bucks. $200,000 is a big nut to crack. Most of these kids have never been on a plane. Most of these kids probably never been out of Orlando. That's right. I was very happy with that. Yeah, good for her. Good for mm-hmm. Ellen.
It was really, really great. I was happy. They wrote it was, the choir director wrote a letter to Ellen, and that's what started this whole uh, love fest that was on the show today. They're good for all of them. It's really good, I think. Yeah. Don't start crying again, little oh, baby. I, uh, stop, stop it! It was very touching. You know, my I don't know. I I, I can't even tell you. Um, the racers are supposed to be the focus at the Daytona 500 this coming weekend, Jim, but they might be nudged from the spotlight. By those attending the Great American Race, former NFL star Peyton Manning yeah. will be the honorary pace car driver. All right. Uh-huh. Does that mean and, he gets to drive? Uh, or does he sit in the passenger seat? Oh, my mm. I was wondering that. When they pace think, car, yeah, you're I think, the pace I think car they driver. Sit. I don't think they get to drive. Uh, he's called pace car driver. He's not pace car sitter. Yeah. They don't drive. They might. Really? You can't it, drive the pace car for these guys. That, it's a are pace you crazy? Car. And then once they go around, you, vroom, you go off the side little pit road there. You ever been on that track? Vroom. You ever uh, gone around that track? Mm-mm. No, we went to the other one over here. No, that, the Richard Petty. That is n- nothing. That's not. Com- there's no comparison. I know. I'm just saying. Mm. Okay, so not only he's will not pa- capable of he doing. He is. That. He's Peyton Manning. He's. The, it says he's the pace car driver. It doesn't say he's the pace car passenger. It doesn't say he's the you pace car. Make a bet. I'll bet you a dollar. I'm not Peyton betting. Man- but- the Peyton Manning does not drive the pace car. No deal. Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> you know who else will be there? Current NFL star Aaron Rodgers will be there as well because he Ooh. is the boyfriend of Danica Patrick. Hopefully. You don't know that. Yeah. She confirmed it. Okay. Yesterday at Media Day. Ha ha. She's still driving? Mm-hmm. I thought this she retired. Her, I think this is last her one. last season. Oh, last season. So Hopefully, this is. Uh, well, you know, actually, this might be her last race. Ooh. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, it's either her last race or her last season or her last race few in the years. Season. Oh, or well, last crusade. Well, none of this is helpful. Uh, I always think it's very cool that NASCAR starts out with the Super Bowl and then has all the other races. This is the big one. The Daytona 500 kicks off the season and vroom, it goes all the way through November. You can't call it that. You have to call it the big one. Oh, the big game. The big <laughs> the race. The big race. Yes. yes. Ridiculous. I know. The, the all right. Well, circle drive. The big. Oh, I thought we were going to well, say something big, else. Technically Ooh. speaking, it's a tri-oval. Mm. Fair point. Uh huh. Point. Is it a super speedway? Yes. That's a super something. speedway. That's right. I will tell you this. Uh, we forgot to mention this before, and I think I have to go and give blood because they need my kind. Uh, they need O negative because of the shooting yesterday down in South Florida. They always need blood. Uh, but it's worse now. Uh, you know, anytime there's one of these crises, mm. uh, they say, please, if you're O negative. Uh, go to one of the blood banks and donate. It's the universal blood type for trauma patients. Eligible donors have these things. They have to they have to be healthy, number one. You can't have the cold or the flu. You have to be at least 16 years old. And, oh, you must weigh 110 pounds or more. And since I weighed 110 in third grade, I probably am qualified for that. And so I... But ch- no, you have to know now. Some people have lost weight since third grade. Yeah, you're going to no. have to get what do you on the weigh? scale. What you do you tell weigh? us. Oh, well, let's just move along, shall we? 110? No, no. that I, 120? Let me just say that I qualify as over 110. You can't get on the mule then. Nope. No trip down no. to the camp. Oh, that was awful. Candy. I told yeah. somebody that can't story the other day. Can't get on Hambone. I told that story the other day, and I thought, oh, my God. You know, hand that was so stressful. If I had a mule or a donkey, it'd have to be Hambone. Hambone. That's a funny name a for cool an animal. Name. Come on, ham bone. Ham bone. Time to plow. Mm-hmm. Sheesh. And we'll fix the still. Mm-hmm. See how long it takes for that text to come. Oh, in. boy. Anytime you do that Yahoo stuff, you know, it's just not. Mm-hmm. Yep. We had a big mm-hmm. mistake the other day by mentioning what? Missouri. Oh, goodness. 
Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, boy. Yeah, she unloaded mm-hmm. on that one. Huh? Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Yesterday was Valentine's Day. A lot of flowers were sold, a lot of chocolates, a lot of cards, a lot of gifts. Uh, but an Orlando cemetery found out that people are swiping their flowers from the gravesite. Oh, come on now. Swear. What's next? Greenwood. They swipe, went to- the, swipe the toys they, from, from, oh, the little- from Baby no. Hill? Oh. No, flowers for Valentine's flowers. Day. Well, yeah, they but, you know, on the way out, they pick up a, sure, take a you know, teddy. punk a toy or something. Mm-hmm. Orlando Cemetery, we know, we talk Please, about it all people. the time. Greenwood Cemetery. Sorry, LB McLeod, my girl needs this more than you. See? Uh, well, you know, our awful. friend Don Price, who's the caretaker of the place. Her big fan of the program. Yes. Yeah. He reminded residents He's that great. stolen flowers have bad karma. It's not good to give your girl or your guy stolen flowers from a cemetery. It comes uh, with bad karma. Almost as bad as buying an engagement ring in a pawn shop. Almost. Oh, almost as bad. That's true. But you're still paying money and it's legal. Well, you got some bad mojo on it. You have it to does? you kinda have to kinda do some stuff to make to kind of cleanse it. Like what? Like put it in that lotion and scrub it? Let me tell it? you what I did, Mo. Alright, what? Oh no, that wasn't me. Nope. Never mind. Oh, you might have. You don't know. I wouldn't put it. By the way, Danica Patrick, her last Daytona 500. Then she has one more race. She's doing the Indy 500. When is that? That's That's Memorial Day. Yeah, but that's not NASCAR. That's Indy cars. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, so she has two races. Daytona 500 is her last NASCAR race. Then she'll do the Indy 500. So says Real Mobile, and they're real good for giving us real info. That's the brickyard you know. Yeah, out of a pair of Georgia mules, Hambone (sighs) and Clementine. Stop it. Okay. Were you watching The Little Rascals again? <laughs> Are you watching Heckle and Jekyll? Where, think, where is this coming I from? I think that was the name of the mules on Little Rascals. <laughs> Great name. Yeah. Mules are smart. They are smart. Smarter than and they're horses. very sure-footed. You know, the, they're much more sure-footed than a horse. Right. They clip-clop, clip-clop, and they, they, you know, they'll get you where you need to go. Not fast, but they'll get there. You know, Hambone, he's steady Eddie. He just goes. You know, down to the base of the Grand Canyon, clip, clop, clip, clop. They go. I know. Well, yeah, very. And you know, you're hanging off the, like, looking over the, the, the pathway. I know, not, I, I know, I know, oh. I know mules. Yeah. It's in my DNA. Did you? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is very troubling. <laughs> Cheeseburgers, Jim, will no longer be in McDonald's Happy Meals. What the? Unless heck? specifically what? requested by the customers. What's wrong with our country? It's part of the restaurant's plan to half. To um to cap the meals of kids' meals at 600 calories. Oh, okay. They, they want to have less sodium. They want to have less saturated fat, so they are cutting back. Now, if you ask for a cheeseburger in your kids' Happy Meal, they will gladly put it in there in place of the other stuff. Yeah. The Happy Meal will also see a little bit smaller French fry portion. So ba- they're saying the cheeseburger in a Happy Meal is now the, on the secret menu. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the hidden menu. What do they call those That's things? It? Where secret you can menu. get secret. things, but they don't promote it. Right. <sighs> okay. Too difficult. Happy meals. You could always get a hamburger, a cheeseburger, or chicken down McNuggets. On the calories that they give our kids. Jim. Yes, and they're also cutting down some of the sugar in the chocolate milk. So you have some options when you get a happy meal: hamburger, mm. cheeseburger, McNuggets, you know, or whatever. Now, no longer will cheeseburger be an option. Now, if you ask for it, they'll of course give it to you. You know, but anyway, Psst, just the, saying. What's on the secret menu? Psst, can I get something else? Can I get a filet fish? It's like buying drugs. I don't know. Bag, you have to know somebody. Get a bag of Kush with a cheeseburger. What Kush? Kush. No, you can't mm-hmm. put that in a Happy Meal. Although you'll be happy if you have it. But just saying. <laughs> hey, oh. mm. Someone texting, you don't get more O negative than Moira. <laughs> <laughs> ha ha. That's funny. Ooh. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> that was so sarcastic. <laughs> Woo. Woo. That was very yeah. good. Uh, next. Uh-huh. Porn uh, star. Nope. <laughs> Porn star Stormy Daniels uh, is still waiting to reveal all that she knows about her sex romp with the president. Uh, Trump's lawyer started the Blabfest going, saying that he paid personally, right, $130,000 to Ms. Daniels. Right. Right? With his own money, just coincidentally, a little bit before the election. Right. Mm-hmm, to keep her, sh- you know, to shut her up. Cohn said he was not reimbursed by the Trump organization or the Trump campaign. But he won't he say whether it. he's reimbursed by Donald. But he just got the money for being a nice guy. I, I don't know. He declines to answer whether he, he was why. reimbursed by uh-huh. Donald Trump. But he never would say why he made the payment. Well, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out why he made the payment. Of right? So just mm. to register with uh, with <sighs> conservatives anymore. Mm-hmm. As long as you get that ban on abortion, we don't care. He could have a romp with 15 prostitutes and pee on them. I don't care as long as you get that ban on abortion. Mm-hmm. Oh you know what I'm saying? I yeah, kind of do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The family of late you actor... Throw Eurasian beauties in there. I don't care what he does to them, you know? Seriously? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Get that ban on abortion. I don't care. The hey. family... Neil Gorsuch, thank you. The family of late actor Bill Paxton is suing the California hospital where he died. The suit is also against the surgeon who performed the actor's heart surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Center in L.A. The lawsuit claims hospital officials knew the surgeon was going to use a high-risk and unconventional approach that was unnecessary and that he lacked the experience to perform said surgery. Paxton died about a year ago from a stroke, Yeah, 11 days after surgery to replace his heart valve. So some new experimental high techy thing, and now the family is suing not only the doctor but the hospital as well. Jeez. The NBA's All Star Weekend is set to kick off tomorrow with the celebrity game. This is a big deal. Mm. It's like the it's where they have the slam dunk contest. That's the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Is this? Oh, uh, they put people on the basketball court who are not famous for their hoop skills, and it's played for laughs, obviously. Celebrities like Jamie Foxx, Nick Cannon, Common, and golfer Bubba Watson will face off as either member of the Clippers, Team Clippers, like or Team Lakers. The event is slated for Friday night in the Verizon Up Arena at the L.A. Convention Center. The actual, money for charity? What are they doing? The actual All-Star game featuring the league's best players right. is set for Sunday evening at Steph the Staples Curry. Center. Points. Yeah. <laughs> LeBron James, points. Oh, no. I don't know. Is he any good anymore? Yeah. Yes. Oh. Of course. But his team is in the toilet, right? So uh, the Cavs actually, are stink bomb, right? No, they traded most of the team, and then they've been on a winning tear ever since. Oh, well, okay. Uh, those attending the 2018 Brit Awards next week are being asked to wear white roses in support of Hollywood's Time's Up movement. Yeah. Yeah. Organizers of the annual award show, which is February 21st, will be handing out white rose pins to guests, presenters, and artists when they arrive as a symbol of solidarity for the Me Too or Time's Up. Is this up award for? For Time's Up. Uh, the, the, uh, it's the British, I think it's film. <laughs> yeah. You don't know what it is. Uh, just the Brit Awards. It's the Brit Awards, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, The flower was first worn, Jim, in support of Time's Up by attendees at the Grammys last month, and it was chosen because of its association with the suffragette movement, which advocated for women's voting rights in the 19th and 20th well, centuries. What a mistake that was. What? 
Yeah, it really worked out really well with you in charge. You know, we want we want to end women's suffering mm-hmm. or suffrage. Give them the we vote. We should put an end to it. Give them the vote. It sounds bad, doesn't it? Suffrage. It does. Yeah, that sounds bad. We should put an end to that. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, they have they st- did that on the man show. They passed a petition to get people signing to end women's suffrage, and they got a lot of oh, signatures. Sure. That's with Adam Carolla and yes. Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel, and I think everyone had no idea what they were signing. That's probably true. <laughs> That's what the Buddhists say. You have to recognize your suffrage and then... Suffrage. Then mm-hmm. end it. Mm-hmm. They're filming... I know you're not a big <laughs> fan. Nowhere. Sorry, Buddhists. A big fan of the Lifetime <laughs> mo- uh, channel. Yeah. I know you're a big fan of Huge Lifetime fan. movies. Well, filming for a Lifetime movie... Burning Bed. What has, was it called? Yeah, with Farrah Fawcett. Yeah, yeah. the Burning Bed. Filming uh, has about a movie for Lifetime about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's love story is underway. Oh, come on. Seriously. Please. TMZ reports the actors portraying the royal couple <laughs> and Harry and Meghan, yeah, colon, yeah. the royal love story. We were spotted yesterday in Canada where shooting will take place. Meghan Markle will be played by somebody named Parissa... Fitz Henley of the television Parissa. series Jessica Jones. Oh, she's terrible. You don't even know who <laughs> she is. You can find me audio of the British Parliament. And Prince Harry will be Need played by a British actor, Murray Fraser. Or Fraser Murray. No, Fr- Murray Fraser. No, got it right here, boss. Grammar. British Parliament. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like them. It. No, that That's was in the, the opium den days. Yeah, they all have washcloths on their head. Here, here. Here, 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 here. Proper hot in here. Here, 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 here. What is he saying? What are they saying in that bathtub after all? What is it? I wish somebody who spoke whatever language this is would say, what What are they saying? They say, I'll wash your back. 15 yeah. yen. Oh. Hey, nice washcloth, pal. Yeah, look at that headpiece. Look at your wearing. What do they put that? Are they because they had no place to put it or do they keep their head no, warm? No, it keeps your head What's from the reason sweating. for that? It extracts impurities from the body. Oh, no, that I think they like just put it, it there to, because they, you know, someplace to put it, so they don't lose it. Oh, I mean, you don't. It's like really a bar have... of soap. I mean, you know, if you, you know, that thing gets loose, and you go, oh man, you put your foot all over the place trying uh-huh. to find it. You ever do? Yeah. You know, where is it? I don't know. You drop it somewhere. Yeah, damn it. No. Got that scummy soap water in the God, bathtub. Yeah. You can't find the bar of soap. Nope. <laughs> we want to wish a happy, happy birthday today. We have three people. Yeah. Uh, as always, Jim, you go first. Sure. Uh, first is a happy, happy birthday today to Amarosa. Oh, Amarosa. Yeah, Amarosa is now... How old is she, finally? 43. Uh, 45. Longest 15 minutes ever. 44? 44 is right on the dot. Oh, well done. you guys. Two and a half. I really want to thank you, and I want to thank you for making that possible. Mm-hmm. And Kapu-ya. I just want to do yeah, this. Kapu-ya, it's going to be a great pinky. weekend. Come on, let's work yeah. that out. Great weekend. Happy, happy birthday to the creator of The Simpsons. Matt Grenig. Gronig. Graining. Graining. That's okay, easy. Matt Groening. Okay, he's got to be up there. Uh, he's pro- he probably doesn't have to work anymore, right? You think he's made a coin? Yeah, oh, you think? At least yeah, one. Uh-huh. I wonder what his net worth is. You think Ooh, it's over, over $700 million? Must be. I will guess he is 70. Ooh. Too Ooh. high. Way too high. Go lower. I advise you. I caution you. 66. Told you. 68. Damn it. <laughs> Jim, 64. <laughs> I told you. I told you to go lower. lower. They all went lower. Not low, low enough. enough. Right. And Jim, um, Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman, Jane <gasps> Seymour, has a birthday today. I always liked her. Yeah, so pretty. She's all right. 
She's British. She's 72. How old is she? Oh. Ooh. Pinky? 70. I don't know. Ooh, 71. 71? <laughs> what did you say? 72. I think it's Pinkman then because she's 67 oh, years so close. of age. That's the la-di-da. Just call me Moira. We will open up the lines and uh, select one of you to play against Pinkman in a bonus round of closest to the pin that's coming up next on Real Radio 104.1. Your chance to win a trip for two to Los Angeles for the iHeartRadio Music Awards is just a few minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all going to get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! That's right, David's on the line. He will play against Pinkman in this bonus round of closest to the pin. David wants to win that You Matter business card. Why? If he does, he will have good fortune for the rest of his life. David also knows, however, if he loses, oh boy, bad luck for 24 hours. Mr. Pinkman, head to the soundproof booth. We'll bring you back in a couple of minutes to determine your handicap. Let's bring on David. Let's get this uh, underway. David, how are you today? I'm doing good, Jim. How about yourself? Not bad. Thank you very much. I have 10 questions for you. You know how this works. Uh, They're all connected in some form or fashion, as I like to say. All you need to do is listen and answer to the best of your ability. I need a countdown. And keep score for David, please. In three, two, one, begin. David, another terrible school shooting, this one in South Florida, but the Columbine, Colorado school massacre took place in what year? 1998. What's the population of Colorado? 12.8 million. Speaking of Colorado, the Denver Broncos have won how many Super Bowls? Three. The movie Bronco Billy, starring Clint Eastwood, was released in what year? 1964. How old was the outlaw gunslinger Billy the Kid when he was gunned down by law enforcement? 37. Kid Rock released the album Grits Sandwiches for Breakfast in what year? 2002. The movie Breakfast for Tiffany's was released in what year? 1984. Tiffany and Company, the famed jewelry store, was founded in what year? 1925. Tiffany's is located on Fifth Avenue in Manhattan. In miles, how long is Fifth Avenue? 14 miles. Get it within 25, you win outright. If Tiffany Darwish, better known as Tiffany, was a crow at Tiffany's in Manhattan, she would have to fly how many miles to reach Pittsburgh? 422. Time. All right, there you go. What was, the, what was number seven? Number seven. I didn't hear if he said 94 breakfast. or 84. Well, let me go back. Where is he? Wait a minute. Hold on. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Number Not seven. The movie. Yeah, go ahead. The movie Breakfast at Tiffany's mm-hmm. released in what year? No, what did you- the one before that? Well, no, that was seven. Kid Rock released the album Grit Sandwiches for Breakfast in what year? What'd you say, David? Two thousand two. Thank you, David. Thanks. Thank you very much. All right. Okay. Thank you, Mo. You have to wave him in, Mo. Uh, yeah. Poor Pinkman stood out in the hall, just twisting. He's not allowed to come in. Twisting in the wind. Mo couldn't keep score. She's taking her afternoon allotment of pills. That's true. I told you Meth was making a comeback. Uh, 
Uh, by the way, anyone texting, you know, we do our uh, our contest, and now it's for a trip for two to the iHeart Awards. Yeah. Uh, the keyword is good for this hour. It's lucky, but uh, we gave it out just before four, and it only starts working at four, and it stops working at five. So text once, once only, between four and five, and if they call your phone, please answer, answer. it. That's how you win. Pinkman, uh, I need you to roll the dice to determine your handicap. We set it at 15, however... Whatever number you roll, we will take off fifteen from 15, and that will be your handicap for this afternoon. Here we go. What do you got? Nine. The hard Nine. way. All right, six seconds, right? Here we go. Ten questions. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Countdown. In three, two, one, begin. Pinky, another terrible school shooting, this one in South Florida, about the Columbine, Colorado school massacre took place in what year? 1992. What's the population of Colorado? Uh, three million. Speaking of Colorado, the Denver Broncos have won how many Super Bowls? Uh, three. The movie Bronco Billy starring Clint Eastwood was released in what year? Uh, 1968. How old was the outlaw gunslinger Billy the Kid when he was gunned down by law enforcement? 36. Kid Rock released the album Grits Sandwiches for Breakfast in what year? <laughs> 1999. The movie Breakfast at Tiffany's was released in what year? 1939. Tiffany and Company, the famed jewelry store, was founded in what year? Uh, 1890. Tiffany's is located on Fifth Avenue in Manhattan. In miles, how long is Fifth Avenue? Uh, 20. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Tiffany Darwish, better known as Tiffany, was a crow at Tiffany's in Manhattan... She would have to fly how many miles to reach Pittsburgh? Ooh, uh, 286. Time. Whoa, oh Nelly. Where? All right. Mm. Square this game. Uh, Columbine Massacre, what year, David said? 98. Pinkman? 92. 99. Mm-hmm. So, what's the population of Colorado, David said? 12.8 million. Pinkman? 3 million. 5.5 million. Pinky. Ties it up. Denver Broncos have won how many Super Bowls? David said. They both said three. Right on the money, three. They both get two points. The movie Bronco Billy starring Clint Eastwood released in what year? David said. 64. Pinkman. 68. 1980. Oh, Pinkman. How old was Billy the Kid, the gunslinger, when he was gunned down? David said. 37. Pinkman. One under, 36. 21. Oops. That's why he was Billy the Kid. Get it? The Kid. If he been 36, it would have just been Billy. Hey, Little Wayne is still <laughs> Little Wayne. That's true. But has he grown? No. Kid Rock uh-huh. released the album Grit Sandwiches for Breakfast in what year? One of my favorites, of course. Grit David Sandwich? said. Oh, 2002. Pinkman. 99. 1990. Oh, boy. Breakfast at the movie with uh, Audrey Hepburn released in George Papard, I believe, released in what year? I think Mickey Rooney might have been in that movie. Released in what year, David said? 94. Pinkman. 39. 1961. Some math. Pinkman. 61, 1961. Pinkman? Yeah. Tiffany and Company, the famed jewelry store, of course, founded in what year, David said? 25. Pinkman. 1890. 18. 37. Oh, wow. Way back then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It wasn't a jewelry. I think it was a stationary store, but it evolved into a jewelry Mm -hmm. store, but it was still founded in 1837. Tiffany's located on Fifth Avenue in Manhattan in Miles. How long is Fifth Avenue? David said. 14 miles. Pinkman. 20. 6.2. Yeah. I don't think the whole island of Manhattan is 20 miles. Well, you know. But anyway, so David got that up there in Westchester County. Uh, 
All right, get it within 25, you went out right. If Tiffany Darwish, better known as Tiffany, remember yeah. her? Singer, yeah. Was a crow at Tiffany's in Manhattan. Hoofa. She would have to fly how many miles to reach Pittsburgh? David said? 422. Pinkman said? 286. The answer. If Tiffany Darwish was a crow at Tiffany's in Manhattan, she would have to fly in order to reach Pittsburgh a total of 377 miles. Nobody's within it. Nobody's within it. it mean, he probably got it. Uh, David got it, but not enough. So Pinkman wins the game. Sorry, Woo! David. Bad luck for you for 24 hours. Good luck for you with that bad luck. Thanks uh, for playing what? a bonus round of Closest to the Pin. Remember, <laughs> close only counts in horseshoes, wow. hand grenades, and closest to the pin. Yeah, he wasn't, pin, no, pin, he wasn't that pin. far off. Well, what was he? It was 50 some off. Or 10. David. He said 422, and the answer was what? Within 25. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yeah, so it's 377, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, he was about 50 off. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tiffany had to fly from Tiffany's in Manhattan to oh, Schlossberg's oh. in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Schlossberg's jewelry store oh, boy. in Pittsburgh. <laughs> nice. Hey, how you doing? We're oh, Schlossberg's. Yes. Hey, hey Yen's guys. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yeah. It looks like a real diamond, but, uh, you know, the missus won't know. Zirconian, what are you going to do? She could have flew to Carnegie Hall. Flown. Or the Carnegie Deli. Oh. They're now making, uh, I mean, they've been making uh, diamonds, processing diamonds, making them, manufacturing them for years, but now there's a new and improved process. And they essentially say you can't tell a manufactured diamond now from a real diamond. It costs about half. That's what they told Deal. me. Ah. <laughs> nice. You got one of those? Where, no, at the pawn shop? The lab-grown diamonds? Mm. No. I got a real one. Probably from Africa. Africa. Yeah. South Africa? Wherever it is they mine mm. those mm. things. The beers. The oh. uh, yeah, beers. The beers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the beers, yeah. Yeah, get it? Pay, <laughs> yeah, pay like attention. The, like oh, the my diamond God. mining The company. beers. Wait, he gets the point for beers. not getting it no. at first? No. He just, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he means well. It took him. You could just see the light bulb go on, like bing. It was like a minute too late. I thought it was pretty good. Just a second too late. Just yeah, trying. That's all. Just trying. Mm-hmm. What else is happening? Uh, do we have uh, Marco Rubio? Do we have that yes. cut of Marco? Here's Marco Rubio taking to the Senate floor today to talk about the ma- part of what he said uh, in relation to the gun massacre at Parkland at the high school in Parkland, which is a suburb in Broward County. Here's uh, Marco Rubio. Tell us what you think. And so, hence the challenge for why it's so hard to find something that works. And there are a lot of proposals. And I'll share the ones, because I've heard them before and I hear them today, and I'm not diminishing them. I don't want this to be taken as, because it won't work, I don't even want to hear your argument. I understand, I really do. You read in the newspaper that they used a certain kind of gun, and therefore, let's make it harder to get those kinds of guns. I don't have some sort of de facto religious objection to that or some ideological commitment to that per se. There's all kinds of guns that are outlawed and weaponry that's outlawed and or a special category. The problem is we we did that once and it didn't work for a lot of reasons. One of them is there's already millions of these in the street. And those things, they last a hundred years. And so you could pass a law that makes it hard to get this kind of gun in a new condition. But you're going to struggle to keep it out of the hands of someone who's decided that's what they want to use because there's so many of them out there already that would be grandfathered in. 
you can do a background check. The truth is, in almost all these cases I cited, the individual either erroneously passed a background check or would have passed it or did. It, again, uh, even if they couldn't pass the background check, then they could go. The, they could buy them the way MS-13 does, and other gangs, and other street elements. Oh, come do. on now! All right, enough of him. That's a very sad commentary. He's essentially saying, "I don't know what to do about it." Well, you're in charge, Bub. It's your responsibility. This is why we elect you and others to office to take care of these matters. All right. A very sad commentary. He's essentially Marco Rubio, the oh, junior wow. U.S. senator from the state of Florida, saying, "Well, Can't I don't know it. what to do. And I don't, you know. This doesn't work. I, doesn't know, work. I have no idea what to do." And hopefully, uh, just give me a few more days and nobody will be talking about this anymore. All we need to do is make it to the end of the weekend. It's the Phillips. Go ahead. And the argument that, oh, there's already so many out there. So really, it doesn't do anything. Well, if you make it harder to to purchase these things, uh, assault style rifles. He's a bootlick. It reduces it. He's a lick spittle for the NRA. He's for he clear. No, he has to decide how he wants to suspend his three million three hundred three thousand dollars from the NRA. It's the Phillips file on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound, the thrill of victory. The policeman isn't there to create disorder. And the agony of defeat. The policeman is there to preserve disorder. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Don't put your makeup on when you're out to dinner, do you? No. That's why I'm doing it now, because I'm going somewhere after. Yeah, do it at work. Got to get it done during, during the commercial. Before something important. Gotta yeah. Do, yeah, right yeah. before the audio file. I want to look nice for the audio file. That's, well, I appreciate that, Mo. Sure. All right, Jack, what do you got? <sighs> Light or serious? What do you want? Up to you. Oh. It's your audio file. Well, I've, I had some stuff planned and talked about the Olympics. Mix it uh, up. I, do whatever I, you want I just do. got some uh, audio of a mother being interviewed on CNN, a mother of one of the slain children. Yeah. It's not easy That's to not listen light. to. No. Well, no, it's not. Um, she talks about her daughter dropping her off, knowing as soon as she heard there was a shooting, she said she knew, and she it, it just... It gets elevated from there. President Trump, you say, what can you do? You can stop the guns from getting into these children's hands. Put metal detectors at every entrance to the schools. What can you do? You can do a lot. This is not fair to our families that our children go to school and have to get killed. I just spent the last two hours putting the burial arrangements for my daughter's funeral, who's 14. President Trump, please do something. Do something. Action. We need it now. These kids need safety now. It's not just kids, it's the rest of us, and uh, sometimes, I think more often than not, I'm, I'm correct on this, I'm detecting just a, a, a bit of a cultural shift when it comes to this gun nonsense that we have in this country. Same thing happened with the Me Too uh, campaign and that cultural uh, change, which has really taken effect. I've got a strange feeling some 
there's some movement with this. It gets it might it, be way off. It gets it. to a point, and really, uh, after uh, uh, Sandy Hook Elementary School in Newtown, Connecticut, mm-hmm. y- you were like, when children between five and ten years old can be slain, if that didn't do it, if, what will? And then it continues to happen, and it happens, and it happens, and happens there is with more frequency. And there is no one solution that solves all of these problems. But because there isn't, but, it doesn't mean you don't do anything. You and throw that your hands is, up. and that is the problem. Just say, well, we don't know what to do, so we're not going to do, do anything. anything. Well, Mm-mm. we elect people to office to do something about this, right. to look at the issues, and to sit down and put your big boy pants on, Marco. and and address some of this kind of stuff. Uh, there's no one size fits all, meaning there's not one, you know, one solution to this nonsense, but you can take steps here or there. Mm-hmm. This doesn't happen in other countries. It does not happen to the extent that we have it in this country. And uh, but I, I I'm detecting just uh, I think this more people are it's happening too frequently, whether it's Las, Las Vegas and then Pulse in Orlando and uh, and and this inaction is a choice. You're, yeah, if you don't That's do anything, right. then you're complicit, as far as I'm concerned. You don't, you do nothing whatsoever. If you don't take part in trying to find a solution to this gun violence we have in this country, then you're complicit with the problem. You're part of the problem. And if you're part of the problem, then you don't deserve elected office. Let's go to the NBA, but it is on the same topic. Uh, Golden State Warriors head coach Steve Kerr does not shy away from commenting on social issues, and he did not shy away last evening. It doesn't seem to matter uh, to our government um, that children are being shot to death uh, day after day in schools. It doesn't matter that people are being shot um, at a concert, at a movie theater. And if they refuse to act, he suggests voting for people who will. I agree. But we can do something about it. We can vote people in who actually have the courage to protect people's lives and not just uh, bow down to the NRA because they've financed their campaign for them. Right. Golden State Warriors head coach Steve Kerr. Pay attention uh, to the people who want, who want to do something about this. They're out there. They're running for office more so this time around than in years past, especially on the Democratic side. I would ask them, you know, what's your rating with the NRA and how much money do you take from them? That's that's a perfectly good question to ask Marco Rubio. What's your rating with the NRA? And it'll be 100% or 98% thumbs up. And how much do you take? 3.3 plus million dollars over the course of your political life. Okay, well, now I see what side your bread is buttered on, fella. You know, I, I see. You yeah, know, but that's, I mean, if they're in the, you know, they're not going to cut off that funding. Lawmakers are in the pocket of lobbyists anyway, whether Correct. it's the NRA or the others. The NRA is the most powerful lobby in Washington. We know that. Yep. And they're very powerful in the state of Florida. Marion Hammer and that crowd up Oof. in uh, Tallahassee, yep. same years thing. Years and years. Same thing. Yep. You know, I want to throw doctors in jail for even discussing. Uh, gun safety in the homes safe. to yeah. throw them in jail and fine them hundreds of thousands of dollars. Ridiculous. Mm. Ridiculous. All right, Jim, uh, let's move on. That wasn't from the, the light issue. stuff, was it? No, that was not the light oh. stuff. Oh, holy but cow. All right, yeah, I, I just got that, the, the footage of the, uh, uh, my wife actually sent that to me, uh. the audio of the interview with the mom, and mm-hmm. it kind of blew her away, and 
So I wanted to share that with He's you devastated. as well. You can hear it. Eh, eh, God, it's so heartbreaking. Promotion. Yeah. Did you watch a lot of it last night, or were you watching Olympics? No, I, I was back and forth. I watched the Olympics, and then it's like, at some point I, I was like, okay, let me check in, and I watched some of it, and and then. They started playing the video of one of the students from inside the school, the and, and that's what yeah. I don't. I don't need to hear that. Nope. That that doesn't. That's, a, that's an obscenity to me. Yeah, that, that is uh, that's that's media uh, porno. That's the way I I term it. That like you, that does not help form my opinion on the topic. Correct. I don't believe it. It helps the situation. It doesn't help me personally. It only troubles me. More having that image, it's already. I already have that the, the images and yeah, it's a the imagination. Of, it's a form of voyeurism, yeah. and uh, I don't think necessary. I don't think it adds anything to the story. We know what's going on. We can, we can compute on our brains the horror of that. We don't have to see that for ourselves. There is we call it editing. News uh, news organizations edit all the time, print and electronic. I thought you wanted to say, I'm a big boy, I can determine for myself. Don't edit it, let me just see it. If I choose not to watch it, that's one thing. But I thought in past times, you said, let me see it, I'll determine if it's good, bad, or medium. I don't think it's necessary in this particular case to show it. I can handle it. Well, then let's show the dead bodies on the floor. And it's one thing about it being accessible, but it's another thing. I didn't choose, I mean... I chose what station I was watching. Yeah. I didn't choose to play that video. I want them to. Ch- I, I don't want them to censor things or edit things that I deem important. That's not important. It's not. Maybe that's, you think it is. I do. How? Well, maybe that that just jarring video. I mean, I don't think you need to say over and over and over and over. Maybe it's showing the dead bodies of Vietnam, the body bags of Vietnam, are what, you know, t- turned people on the war. Maybe showing those body bags coming out of that elementary school, or in this case, a high school, maybe will change the path. I don't know. But I'm not sure. Do I want people to edit what I see? I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm You con- want to see bodies of kids on the floor I'm in a con- classroom? No. Okay. Well, I, then, I wanna, I, then it's I a degree choose, of editing. Correct. It depends. It's all in context and how important it is to the story. It's not the responsibility of the news organizations to say, we're going to do this because we want people to believe a particular way no. or change their minds, hearts and minds about a particular subject. Correct. I thought it was gratuitous. I thought it was unnecessary. Sorry, Jack. No, I I mean, it, it, it's not an easy topic. It, I know, you know, firsthand, uh, well, I have friends who have, you know, daughters in high school mm-hmm. afraid to be in class because... Of course. No school, what school is immune to it? None. None. This was a just a regular school in a nice community. And, area, yep. You know, you, you never expected that. Usually, not a lot of problems there, and... Well, the answer for many of these gun rights people is let's turn these uh, schools into fortresses. I don't want to be in a society where we're turning schools into fortresses. I don't think that's uh, that's that's not the way that most Americans want to go. They want their kids to be able to get up in the morning and when they put them on the bus to school to know that they'll be safe. Mm-hmm. There are many different components to this. You're mental, right. How we treat mental health is a problem. The fact that the parents of this shooter knew the child had mental health issues and allowed him to have this weapon, 
That's a problem. He bought it legally, yes? yes it's a par- Well, the parents did, or someone did. He was 19. You can buy it 18. There, he bought it. Yeah, I that, think so, too. There, there's, there's a parenting component to this, a mental health issue, but there is, it's a firearms issue as well. And to say, oh, when someone gets run over with the car, you're going to outlaw cars? No, but you regulate where they drive and the rules of the road. Who can drive, certainly. We determine that. You have to prove yourself you're proficient driving a vehicle. Uh, you have to have insurance, or you're supposed to have insurance. Why not have insurance if you're the owner of a, a deadly weapon? Uh, maybe there should be a requirement that you carry insurance. Why not? And and I cannot be convinced, or feel free to try, and I'm ignoring most of the text today because That's there's it. a lot of idiots out there, but why we need semi-automatic weaponry uh, in our communities. Well, they'll say it's a right. I, uh, I, okay. And I, and, okay, I understand that. But For what part purpose? Of that, part of that, well, to protect themselves and their families and, and their homes. That, that will be the excuse. That's what their answer will be. And I happen to believe, if you want to read the, the Second Amendment, if you believe in a well-regulated militia, I happen to believe that the citizens determine what a well-regulated militia is, and they regulate that through their elected representatives, their congressmen and their senators. And if a majority of the American people believe a well-regulated militia is a militia not with semi-automatic weapons, there you go. Case solved. All right, let me take a little break. Uh, when we come back, of course, we'll talk to Pat Clark. He handles sports over at Channel 2. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. Amazon is investigating numerous complaints from its customers who have randomly received sex toys in the mail. The complaints probably only come from 30% of the people receiving the toys. Nerds. Next, an Idaho school was put on lockdown after a rampant bull ran across the property. Wow. And not one person thought to pull out a red blanket or something. Fools. Finally, apparently chemicals found in fast food wrappers can contribute to a slow metabolism. These chemicals keep the grease from your food from leaking through the wrapper just like they're keeping fat from leaking through you. Headlines were brought to you by Filutowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. At Real Radio 1041 on Twitter, brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting SeacoastBank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. From You are listening to the Phillips File on Real Radio. Phillips file for a Thursday. Every Thursday at this time, we talk with Pat Clark. We handle sports over Channel 2, WESH Channel 2 in Orlando, an NBC affiliate that is broadcasting the Winter Olympics from South Korea. Let's talk to Pat Clark, get caught up to speed. Patrick, how are you this afternoon? James, how are you doing? Well, in light of what happened, of course, in South Florida yesterday, but, uh, you know, what are you going to do other than... uh, Maybe demand that something something be accomplished to uh, to uh, better all of this in some form or fashion. It does bring the mood down, doesn't it? When yes, you, it does. When of you, course, when things like this happen and uh, you're forced to talk about things that you that are unimaginable, but unfortunately they're much more imaginable now. What is it? Since Columbine, there have been 25 fatal school shootings. Isn't that incredible? I mean, that is 
Uh, and, uh, you know, there's a generation of kids growing up that don't know any different. I mean, you know, we're old enough, at least I am. I mean, you remember the days? This kind of stuff stuff never happened. You know, the worst that happened in uh, in school was some goofball put a cherry bomb in the toilet and flushed it. And that was, a, right. you know, that was that was about it. I, I, I don't know why this is all taking place. I, But man alive, uh, yeah. we don't have to live this way. We should not be living this way in this country. Right. Well, let's um, switch. O- let's switch over to the Winter Olympics. Um, are you watching? Yeah, here yeah. and there. Here, but yeah, uh, over the weekend, the past weekend, I did a lot, and not so much, you know, last night because of what was going on in South Florida. But yeah, I am. Uh, I watched. Uh, uh, what's her? Uh, what's her? What's her name? Uh, when the? Oh, uh, no, I watched. Uh, the, uh, what's his name? Uh, Heck, uh, here we go. Sean uh, White. Sean White win yeah. the gold medal. Saw that. Uh, impressed. Uh, I like these snowboarders. They have a good attitude, even when they mm-hmm. land on their ass or they, Face you plant. know, they fall yeah. down. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they come down on the slope. They get thumbs up, and it's yeah. like, uh, you know, I like, I like that attitude among them. I watched the uh, the downhill last night. A large portion of that last night because I enjoyed that race. And it was women's hockey, too, I think. Yeah. I flip back and forth. But, you know, Patrick, watching, that's a good point, though, um, uh, watching women's hockey or even watching women, uh, you know, downhill or slalom sure. or any of that kind of stuff. <clears throat> and I'm not trying to be sexist, but the caliber of female athletes, I mean, they're so much better than they were 10, 15, 20 years ago. Would you, mm-hmm. you would agree with that. Even watching the hockey team, man alive. Yeah, they're good. They're really good. I agree with that. Um, I don't know. Maybe there's maybe there's a little more importance on it now. Um, maybe there's this, uh, you know, the the Americans, and it's true certainly with the Olymp- with the Winter Olympics, the, the Americans have been playing catch up for a long time in so many of the events. It seems like every Winter Olympics, Norway is right there at the top with regard to the to the medal count. Mm-hmm. Uh, the United States has some exceptional athletes that are taking part in these games and. Uh, many of the female athletes are, are gaining headlines. Chloe Kim is 17 years old, mm. I mean, and then she is she is matured well beyond her age, and she's having fun. Yeah, I mean, it's almost as if she has forgotten what's at stake here. Uh, after one of her runs, I mean, she was she was texting about wanting some breakfast or wanting yeah, some she was ice cream. Starving or, or something, yeah. Uh, just uh, incredible, and she has such an a wonderful engaging uh, infectious disposition um it's impossible not to root for someone like that but but then she makes her runs and she makes it seem um almost elementary like she's you know like she's not in competition at all that she might be at uh, practice that's what makes watching these so much fun and i have to say that with regard to sean white uh in the men's final you know it came down to his final run he knew when he was at the top of that half pipe, that he was going to do no worse than a silver medal. But if he had a good run, and it had to be not only a good run, but a great run, that he would win a gold medal. And then for him to actually do it, to execute the way he did, I was nervous for him uh, because we were watching this live. It wasn't on tape. It wasn't something that we already knew the outcome to. So uh, it's been fun to watch some of those events with regard to that. When you watch Sean White, when he finished his run, Mm-hmm. And they handed that American flag to him. Was there any point where you're saying to yourself, you know, don't pick step, it up, pick, pick it up, up, pick it up. You got to pick up that flag. He's dragging it. He's dragging it. Don't step up. Oh, my God, Sean, pick it up. Somebody well, take it away from him. Yeah. yeah, it was on the snow. He's dragging yeah, it, he's dragging mm-hmm. it, stepping on it. And it's like, oh, this is not going over well at the VFW. Yeah. 
No. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, the Boy Scouts, they're flipping out. But, but the Olympics are fun. But they are. You know, and, and NBC, and so we're so lucky at Channel 2 because when the Olympics are on, everything else really gets obliterated. Um, and some of the other networks, rightly so, just kind of give up because they know that Americans are going to watch the Olympics. And I know that sounds a little weird, but every it only happens, well, now it happens every two years with the summer and, and, and winter Olympics being staggered the way they are. Um, but it's something to watch, and you get caught up in this patriotism, and that's really uh, what it's about for so many of the people. Let's see if the Americans come out can come out here and win yet another gold medal. And you otherwise, you don't have to have any real interest in the sport otherwise. I mean, how many of us are going to sit down and intentionally watch curling um, <laughs> if it's not in the Olympics, right? Yes. Well, it's a, it's no a, disrespect to curling. It's like the you Super know? Bowl. I mean, you know, there are a lot of people, they don't care about football, but the Super Bowl, it's, an, it's just a thing you get caught up in, and you might watch the game. You, I mean, it's just a celebration. The, you know, nobody's, not a lot of people, I would think, would, are sitting back and say, oh, my God, it's the uh, National Skating Championships, so uh, clear the decks because uh, my weekend is full. I mean, that, that's yeah. not happening, but the Olympics come along, and you get caught up in this kind of stuff. Do you um, like the uh, figure skating, James? Yeah, 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 I do. Yeah, it's fine. I feel bad when somebody takes a knee or takes a tumble or puts their hand down on the ice or does a throw and they end up on their keister. I mean, that makes me feel bad. I feel bad for right. them. Well, at least we don't have to deal with Dick Button anymore. No, yeah, God Button. rest his soul. Remember old Dick Button? Yeah, sure. now, that goes back a while. For, Hated for everything. He, yeah, he was. How critical. God that, almighty, super he was critical. mean. Yeah, now you got Johnny Weir. Oh, he's you another. Johnny Weir. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's something, isn't he? Wow. And, and Tara Lipinski. I think they do a great job. No, I think they do, too, but Dick Button was... <laughs> nobody could do anything. He was super critical. Yeah. It's <laughs> just mm-hmm. nasty. But you had to... But yet, but it was like, oh, let's... Yeah. You, got, you had to pay attention to Dick Button. Hey, let me move on to the Orlando Magic. What's going on with the Orlando Magic, says... Uh, you, da, 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 know, you know what's going on with the Orlando Oh, they Magic. lost their last three games. P.U. P.U. Stinko. They are Stinko is right. I, you know, Monday night they go to <laughs> Chicago, mm. and I don't, I don't know if any of you, Jack, did you watch the game Monday night? I did not. Did you to see? No, I know, I know the outcome. You guys know what happened? Well, no, what happened? They lost, but it's how they lost. Um, this was a team that early in the fourth quarter trailed by eighteen points. And it's like, how bad is it going to get? That was my first thought. Okay, they trail by 18. Is it possible that they could lose this by 30, maybe 35? Maybe just kind of give up completely, maybe lose by 40? Of course, I'm exaggerating, but quite the opposite happened. This team put on this incredible rally. It was so much fun to watch. It was almost reminiscent of some of those teams, uh, some of those great teams, whether it was back in the mid-'90s or back in the late 2000s, around 2008, 2009, these teams that were never out of any game. Mm-hmm. Orlando rallied, went on a 16-1 to run, and wound up tying the score. And the Magic had the ball, no timeouts, had the ball with 15 seconds to go with the score tied, which meant they could, they could play for the last shot. The worst thing that was going to happen to the Magic was overtime. Right. Right? They, they wind the clock down, take a shot with two seconds to go. If you miss, at least you've got overtime. Right. Inbounds pass 
is stolen by Chicago. No, <laughs> that, I heard the coach Levine say steals the ball and drives the length of the court yeah. and slams it home, and that was the winning margin. Didn't the coach say if we can't even throw a ball from the sidelines into bounds, you know, in bounds? And we really have some work to do or something. Did he make some kind of comment like that's a very basic thing you learn at six years old or something? I feel I so often feel so bad for Frank Vogel because you can see it on his face mm-hmm. after some of these games. Yep. It's like, uh, how did this happen? You yeah. know? Yeah. And it, 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 a loss is a loss. I understand that. But if you've rallied from 18 points down and you've tied the game and then you have a chance to win the game and then to lose the game in that fashion. God. I'm not sure that that's a microcosm of the season, but it kind of gives you an idea of, and I even said this on the air the other night, of the erosion of this of this franchise yeah. and how fans deserve better. That was entertaining. It was an entertaining end to and a wildly entertaining fourth quarter at Chicago, but it didn't turn out the way it should have for Orlando, and for them to let it get away in that manner was, I don't know, disgusting is a good word, I guess. It's, <laughs> yeah. I know. I, uh, <laughs> oh, listen to you. You're so sad. Oh, well, it's frustrating. It's just it is frustrating. So. Daytona 500 this weekend. Now, that's exciting. Are you, yeah. Are you going? Uh, no. no. Pat, you know what has to happen for Jim to go. What is it, Pat? What is it? Uh, I don't know. What is it? You get, you get in that West 2 helicopter. Oh, chopper, yeah. You pick him up and you drop him in the infield. Yeah, chopper 2. And... And you, at the end, you pick them up at the end. Chopper them out of there. I love the race. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm not opposed to NASCAR racing. I love NASCAR racing as much as the next guy. When I was a younger man, I used to go over there all the time. But uh, it's just that. Uh, Oof. Yeah, I, I want to go. I want to park. You know, an hour v two hours yeah. maybe before the start of the race and uh, and be able to leave. You know as well as I do. My God, all my, yeah, they, they they've never been able. Yeah. All right, just goes with on. the territory. Yeah. It's going to take you six hours to get from Daytona back to Orlando. Orlando. It's not that bad. It depends. If you leave it what depends. I do with 10 laps left, then yeah. you're home in 45 and minutes. And Jack misses all the excitement at the very end. Yeah, Clint Boyer slid on the hood of his car. Who needs to so see that? What? Yeah. In my days at Channel 9, we used to fly. Uh, you know, Greg Warmoth and Glenn Deemer and I, with our photographer, would fly over. Nice. Uh, it's like a party. And drop, you know, they yeah. they drop us at the airport, which of course is right mm-hmm. next to the speedway, mm-hmm. and we'd have another photographer pick us up, and we were we were right there, mm-hmm. and then that helicopter was there to pick us up to take us back home afterwards, <clears throat> and we would all have big smiles on our faces. No disrespect to the folks who did sit in the traffic, but we could see all that line of traffic. Yeah. Oh, it's like these are these are people waiting to get into the field of dreams. For what were you doing? You were Chopper Dan wants to have nothing to do with that, huh? That's right. Hey, how long would it take? Uh, <laughs> what is that, about a 20, 25-minute uh, run it. from Chopper Orlando run. to the Speedway by helicopter? Well, depending on, depending on the wind, but yeah, usually about uh, 25 minutes to go. Over That's there. pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you are really rubbing that's it in now. That's, that's the way to do it. Yeah. He is just—he is reveling in the fact that he can get fly, you know, flown in and flown out, and everybody else has to sit in that damn. Traffic hey, let me move gym. on to something really important. Are you using that instant pot for anything else oh, besides boy. ribs? Have you tried it out with anything? I did make some spaghetti the other night. Yeah, pretty good, huh? It's good. It's not. Um, it's not quite the same as if I if I do my own spaghetti but this is something where you know you do it once and it turned out okay and it was i mean it was flavorsome um but 
I'm going to have to tweak a few things Uh-oh. until I until I until I get it right. Where the noodles thing lo- is so perfect, James, uh, for when you just don't have time to you know spend an hour hour and a half in the kitchen fixing a real nice meal because you can really do some nice things yeah. in that pot and it takes absolutely. Well, not no time, but very little time—a fraction of the time. Yeah, sometimes you want to stand there at the stove. You, you know, you kind of stir, you stir, stir, but an instant pot, boy, oh I have boy. A question: What about? Did it? you put in dry noodles or you put in cooked noodles? What do you do? You put in the dry noodles. Dry noodles. You, you just need to make certain that they're completely covered by liquid, uh-huh. which is to say that you'll, you'll put in a your, your uh, spaghetti sauce, right. but then you need to put in water. enough water right. there, too, that they're all... And that, uh, that of course, means that you're breaking, though, if you're using spaghetti, you're breaking the spaghetti in half so that... Oh, all the, yeah, uh, I can't remember the last time I bought dry spaghetti. I get that one that they're, they're vacuum-packed, you know. Oh, in kind, the dairy case? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. good pasta. The soft pasta. That's the best. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's the best. Because yeah. then you can get the linguine and then the spaghetti, then the and angel that, hair, maybe some tortellini. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> tortellini is always a good time. Yeah, the Instant Pot is one of the great good gifts of all time. And I, I still tell people, James, that it was a gift from you, even though you and I both know, and actually all of your listeners <laughs> yes, now know, we do. that it wasn't a gift to me. Nope. Um, but if, if you think that I, for a moment, have uh, thoughts of guilt, uh, you're wrong. <laughs> but I just simply don't. I think, you ah. ought to, I think you ought to try beef stew in there. I think beef stew sounds like an option. Because it does you're, sound, what, Doesn't it? Yeah, because you Yeah, because yeah, the see. meat will become yeah. very, very, very tender. Tender and you know, the potatoes. You don't have to, you don't have to yeah. cook your beef for five hours right. for it to become tender. You got tender meat in uh, 30, uh. 30 minutes or so. <laughs> I don't, I don't like so. the way that sounded. No, tender anyway, meat. So. Throw in a Boston oh butt. Oh Make some pulled pork. Mm. Yeah, you can do pulled pork in it. It's easy. Yeah. Seriously. Well, you have to you brown it first. The, you can go onto the Pinterest or really <laughs> anywhere on the internet and just <laughs> yeah. type, type in instant pot recipes yeah and there's just uh, there's a million of them yeah oh yeah it's, just, I, it's beef stew sounds yeah, they got youtube uh, recipes all yeah. over yeah, the place sure. it's the greatest it's the greatest kitchen appliance to come along since the toaster hey boy do me a favor <laughs> search uh pinterest for a profile on pat clark i bet oh, he's got one you have a pinterest page oh for pizza <laughs> i do not have a pinterest page okay? <laughs> all right i'm just saying we're right. gonna find it clark <laughs> all right patrick have a wonderful weekend thanks for joining us we'll do it next thursday okay mm-hmm. All right, James. Take All right, care, you got bro. it, man. Thanks a lot. Pat Clark handles sports oh, over at Channel 2. This just in from the newsroom. Breaking news. Iowa millionaire Bob Ward found guilty of manslaughter. Oh, hey, you're a dollar. Wait, Which way oh. did I bet? You bet he was not guilty. Yeah. Uh, I will say this, though. You owe Pinkman a dollar, Jim. And then he owes you one also. So now you're, it's a wash. All right, we'll call it a day. The Mike Flynn one, he, you owed him a dollar. Oh, and that's now he right. owes you. The indictments, yeah. So that was yesterday. Now yeah. you guys are even. It's a wash. I'm scratching it off. Sorry. Well, Bob Ward found guilty, huh? Well, Bob Ward, yep. Shot his wife down in that Isleworth mansion. Yeah, and then did that hotsy totsy dance or whatever he did, the hoochie coochie. So on the jailhouse. The, they'll show the video of the daughters crying, crying, crying. Yeah, yeah. Is Bob? Guilty. Back to prison, baby. Second one. Second time around. The first time they took a, you know, they had they complained about the first. Needed a redo. That's right. Yeah. Mulligan. All right. Let's uh, take a break. We'll come back to a regular round of closest to the pin next hour. Eddie the Shaman's coming in as well as the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Your chance to win a trip for two to Los Angeles for the iHeartRadio Music Awards is just a few minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. Oh, yeah. 
the brother There's far too many of you dying You know we've got to find a way To bring some loving here today Father, Father We don't need to escalate Don't punish me with brutality Talk to me so you can see Phillips filed for a Thursday. The irony, of course, is that Marvin Gaye was a victim of gun violence himself. Uh, in uh, light of, uh, of course, the tragic events at the high school in Parkland, Broward County, South Florida, well, there's some good news. As it relates, some nice news that relates to one of the high schools here in Metro Orlando, that's Jones High School. We talked about this just briefly a couple of uh, weeks ago, just to draw to your attention that the concert choir and the wind ensemble had been selected to uh, perform at Carnegie Hall in New York. Well, that's not inexpensive. You have to raise hundreds of thousands of dollars in order to uh, in order to accomplish this in order to go and of course we all know that Jones High School has a lot of kids many 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 kids who come from broken homes and just uh, not the best of economic circumstances so they have been in the process of having bake sales and car washes and all that kind of stuff to raise money to be able to send 200 kids to Carnegie Hall wow. to perform at Carnegie Hall. Now, many of these kids, they've never been outside of Orlando, for crying out loud. But That's just right. the ability and the to get on a plane and fly and go to New York City and this have this, this wonderful experience, something like this can certainly change a child's future for, for the better. So they've been trying to raise money, and uh, Jamal Nicholas, who is in charge of the wind ensemble, I believe, at Jones High School, wrote a letter Mm. to Ellen DeGeneres just saying, here's who we are, here's what we're trying to accomplish. And and Ellen DeGeneres invited Jamal Nicholas and uh, Andrea Green, she's in charge of the concert choir, Mm -hmm. to appear on her program. And we don't have the entire bit. We've edited this down to... You know, so we can bring it to you on on the air and just uh, let's just play it and see what happened here. I want to read you a letter I got from a high school principal in Florida. Dear Ellen, my name is Allison Kirby. I'm the principal at Jones High School in Orlando, Florida. Our incredible band and choir programs have been invited to perform at the prestigious Carnegie Hall in April. We are one of three high schools in the country to be selected, which is a huge honor. Our school is unique because 100% of our students come from low-income families, but you wouldn't know it by their attitudes and dedication to music. That's in large part thanks to their incredible directors, Jamal and Andrea. They are so dedicated to these kids. We are actively fundraising, but if there's anything you can do to help, it would mean the world to us. We love you. Well, we have the band and choir director from Jones High School here today. Come on out, Jamal and Andrea. Uh, we just told them 20 minutes ago that they were coming out. You thought you were here for something else. A taping. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Well, it is a taping. You're, oh, okay. you're here for a taping. Okay, so tell us about Carnegie Hall. I mean, come on. This is amazing that you were chosen to go to Carnegie Hall. Tell us about the school. Okay. Well, uh, Jones High School was founded in 1895 in Orlando, Florida, 
and it was at one time the only school that black students could attend. Um, and so we, after integration, you know, we kind of got everybody in the mix. But we were very proud of our history, and uh, and and so it's um it's. It's really special because some of our students come from really difficult situations, yes. broken families, uh, student, I mean, parents who are incarcerated or who are no longer with us. And our students, they, they are really incredible. We'd, you'd, you'd never know it by the way they perform in our classrooms, yeah. the things that they're going through. And they're wearing the, the weight of the world on their shoulders. And because they are so dedicated and, and, and true to what we ask of them, we have a 95% graduation and college yes. enrollment rate. <laughs> I mean, it's, a, it's, it's, really, it's really a family. The kids call me Pops and Papa Nick. They call her Mama Green. Mama and Green. She calls yeah. them her sugar lumps, and it, it's really incredible. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Allison, first of all, thanks for writing to the show. What is happening with the fundraising? How much do you have? How much do you have to raise? Well, the fundraising has been hard, but we are so blessed to be in a community that has rallied around us, wrapped their arms around us, and it's a big number. It's $200,000 to send these kids to Carnegie Hall. And we are about halfway there, but we are not giving up, are we, Ty? That's right. That's, That's right. right. Yes. Let's go. Yes. That's a. How? That is a lot of money that you've raised. A hundred. How have you raised a hundred thousand dollars? What have you been doing? We've had car washes. They sing and play just about every weekend. They don't rest. They perform at fundraising dinners. They go to churches. Literally today, we went to the League of Women Voters, and they pass a plate around, and we got 2,500 just from passing the plate. Wow. Because when people see these kids, they're inspired. I think y'all are amazing. Here's what we want to do. For the past two seasons, we've been partnering with Walmart to help bring communities together. Walmart is committed to supporting people, and when they step in to make a difference, they make a big, big difference, like a big difference. So to help all of you get to Carnegie Hall, Walmart is giving Jones High School a check for $100,000. Oh, my God! <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Um, well, there you go. That's great news. Thanks to Walmart. Thanks to Ellen DeGeneres uh, yeah. to help, uh, you know, provide more money to Jones High School so they can send their concert choir and their wind ensemble to Carnegie Hall. Mm -hmm. This is a big, big, big deal. As uh, as Jamal Nicholas said, lots of these kids come from very difficult situations yeah. and, and backgrounds. And these are 200 kids. By the way, you know, if you want to kick in some money, just go to supportjoneshigh.com. You know, just a little extra that they can have in their pockets, maybe to do a couple a of extra of things sure. when they're up there in in New York City. This is a big deal. This is a big. It's a big deal for any kid to be able to go to New York City. This is a big deal for any kid who's been invited to perform at Carnegie Hall. And I believe uh, that I either I read or or Mo told me that Jones High School. I believe that the concert choir has been selected to perform all by themselves. Usually they get a collection of different choirs yep. from around the country, and they all perform together. But Jones High School, the concert choir, has been selected to perform all by themselves solo, I guess you would call at, it. Uh, at Carnegie mm -hmm. Hall. So if you'd like to throw a couple of bucks their way at supportjoneshigh.com. That's great news, though. I mean, that's just good news, really good news, especially in light of what happened in in South Florida yesterday. These are These are great kids. Yeah. We're going to have the time of their life in a situation like this or 
an experience like this can truly change, uh, you know, and I know, right. and everybody knows, can change their life for the better. So it's supportjoneshigh.com. Jim, I just thanked Ellen. Nice. I sent her a direct message on Did Twitter. You? I don't know if you know this, <laughs> but oh, she there. follows me directly at Yankee Jack on no Twitter. Kidding. Ellen DeGeneres does freaked out my kids. What? Also, uh, Barack Obama follows me, the president of the United States. Well, thanks to Walmart. Thanks to Ellen, and thanks to you, Jack. Maybe Thank you. because of you. Maybe <laughs> Ellen was listening to me. You she know, might have through. Been. I, if you could call me <laughs> Yankee heart. Jack, that's at Yankee Jack, sir. Stop it. Thank you. Yeah, well, Soledad O'Brien follows me, so take that. That's true. <laughs> I think she might follow me too. Oh, yeah! Now you're I just making stuff up. up. I gotta look it up. I'm surprised. Well, I, I think Chris Jansing should follow me. Thank you. I have Sally Johnson following me. No way. Yes. Oh, I love Sally. Sally Johnson. I don't know who Sally Johnson well, is. I'm going after her now. But thank you for following me. That's <laughs> at Real Jim. Just. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Time for that regular round of closest to the pin and having a dismal season. Playing against CJ, Jared is the uh, backup. I'll head to the soundproof booth, of course. That's the way we do it. Mr. Pinkman, what's the prize? It is a pair of tickets to the advanced screening of Death Wish, starring Bruce Willis on Wednesday, February 28th at Regal Waterford Lakes. Director Eli Roth reimagines a classic 1974 revenge thriller, Death Wish. Wish. Death Wish. Starring Bruce Willis. Vincent D'Onofrio, Elizabeth Shue, Camilla Marone, Dean Norris, and Kimberly Elise. Thank you very much, Mr. Pinkman. Let's yes. get CJ on board to see uh, how he fit, handles mm-hmm. this competition. Hello, CJ. Hello, Jack. What do you know about baseball? Uh, I know you like the Yankees. Oh, good job. You get points. Give them extra points, you guys. No deal. Well, tomorrow or this week, pitchers (laughs) and catchers report to spring training. It wasn't that too too long ago where the Houston Astros won the World Series. You know, after a brief break now, everyone's getting ready for the new season. Thanks to Brad. Thanks, Brad. uh, Associate producer for all things gaming here on the Phillips File. Gave us pitchers and catchers report. Facts and figures about the greatest game invented by mankind, Major League Baseball. You ready to go, CJ? I'll give it my best. Uh, That's all you can do, sir. When we begin your round in three, two, one. Despite being the all-time hits leader, Pete Rose is still not in the Hall of Fame. How old is Pete? 71. Ted Williams was the last major league player to eclipse the 400 batting average mark. What year was that? 1955. Ricky Henderson ran around the bases for 24 seasons. Good enough to be the all-time leader in steals. How many bags did he swipe? 1,500. In baseball's modern era, only four players have exceeded the 500 on-base percentage stacked. Barry Bonds was the last to do it, getting on base nearly 61% of the time. What year was that? 2000. 
love it or hate it, the designated hitter rule is the common name for MLB Rule 5.11. What year was it adopted by the American League? 1980. Wow. Time. You did a really good job, CJ. We're going to put you so on hold. confusing to me. Yeah, that's, yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. Very inside baseball, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good it one, Pigman. It was very confusing. Oh, that was excellent. Son. You know who's going to complain, right? What, what? Who, Brad? Of course. Okay, just saying. I just yeah. didn't want to surprise anybody. What? Nothing. Sun out what? today? No, it's all good. No, what? I know something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Is the day end in why? Huh? <laughs> hey, Chief, welcome back. You're good. You're all good, honey. You're all good. Excellent. Yeah, Category submitted. Fantastic. Category Nervous submitted now. by Brad. Yep. Moira uh, uh, predicted you were going to complain we'll about the category. We'll see how it works after it's over. I don't know okay. why. It's right in your wheelhouse. What do you got? Pitchers and catchers report mm. submitted by Brad. Mm. Facts and figures about the greatest game invented by mankind, oh, Major League Baseball. Oh, yeah, baseball. Right. Yeah, spring training's underway. Pitchers, pitchers and catchers report this week. All right. I'll what do you think of that? Shot. I'll give it a huh? shot. Huh? 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 You ready? What is wrong with you? Huh? Sure. Huh? Here we go. Going to reset go. the on. clock for you and begin in three, two, one. Despite being the all-time hits leader, Pete Rose is still not in the Hall of Fame. How old is Pete? Seventy-two. Ted Williams was the last major league player to eclipse the 400 batting average mark. What year was that? 1953. Ricky Henderson ran around the bases for 24 seasons, good enough to be the all-time leader in steals. How many bags did he swipe? 475. In baseball's modern era, only four players have exceeded the 500 on-base percentage stat. Barry Bonds was the last to do it, getting on base nearly 61% of the time. What year was that? 2007. Love it or hate it, the designated hitter rule is the common name for MLB Rule 5.11. What year was it adopted by the American League? 1972. Time. Say what? 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 You look a little confused. No, what's the problem? No, no, yeah, what's your problem? Here's more predicted you're going to complain. Let's hear it. I'm not complaining. Some of it seemed a little confusing I to me. I did my best. All right. That's Were all you, you confused ask. by the questions? A little bit. You had that For face. For people no, who understand baseball. That's safe? a confused face? I thought yes. it was a concentration. I, I mean, yeah. it's a concentration face? Yeah, it's like, oh, I don't know. Well, who knew? No, I wasn't pissed off at the questions, but I had to think about it. Looked a little confused. I'd be angry with Moira for predicting you'd be pissed off. No, I said confused. Mm-hmm. Said you'd be steaming mad. No, I didn't mm-hmm. say hopping anything mad. of the sort. Is that what she said? Hopping oh, mad. No, yeah, he's going to be complaining. You're going to be fetching, big fetching. Yeah. Said yeah, he's a big whiner. Yeah. He hasn't been winning. I didn't say he's any of that. He's moody lately. Oh, my God. None of this is true, Pop. Just saying. Jim, mm. despite how on the edge you might be, right. I don't want to trigger you, but I'm going to give you five seconds as a handicap Triggered. and add that to your score. Mm-hmm. Time. You know, I am so confident. Oh, boy. Mm. I am so confident I will... I'll put two seconds on. Two! What about I know my baseball. Three more. Three more than what? Two? Not just two, two more, Did three go more? three more? Nah. Mm-hmm. Eight-second handicap? No. Oh, yeah, no. sure. Ten-second handicap. Because you went from five No, I'll to go eight seven. seconds. I'm not going any Okay, so you're going eight. Seconds. So, going, eight. Oh, come on. Eight? Good you one, Pinkman. Eight? <laughs> eight I just added eight seconds to your time. What do you think, Mo? You want to put money on it? No, certainly not. Come on. What do you think? How do you I think don't I know. Did? I thought he was off on some, and you were on on some, and I don't know. You really think that? Yeah, I did. Did you have the answers? No, I don't know anything. Well, how do you know? 
It just seemed like it was, you were way far apart on some things, and some things you were neck and neck. I All right, okay, let's score it. Jim, thanks to Brad for the category. Uh, Pete Rose and Ty Cobb will likely be the only two players to reach 4,000 career hits. How old is Pete Rose today? <sighs> CJ said. You were neck and neck on this one. What he said? said 71. Oh. You said 72. Oh, the answer? 75. Mm. Jim gets the point. Man, sorry, Strike one. Tony Gwynn came close, posted a three ninety four batting average over 110 games in the strike-shortened 1994 season, yeah. but no player has, eclipsed, uh, has finished a season with a four hundred batting average except for Ted Williams. What year did he do it? CJ said. You were close on this one as well. He said that was 1955. You said 53. Oh, my goodness. 19. 19- 41. Oops. Jim, you're on the right side of history there. 2 nothing. Ricky Henderson, one-time Yankee, wore number 24, played for 24 seasons. I, I was at games where he played. Mm-hmm. He was good. He was fast. Yeah. Stole many bases. How many bags? How What'd many? How bags. many bags did he swipe? Bags yeah. did he swipe? Yes. Okay. How many bags did he swipe? Mm-hmm. Uh, common baseball vernacular, Mo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, well, CJ, CJ said, said over all of those seasons, he swiped. 1,500 bags. And Jim? Uh, 475. The answer? 1,406. Oh, jeez. CJ's on the board. Come on. And he is coming back. He has cut your lead in half. It's two to one. Two to one. Come on. Two to one. On base percentage. It's how often you get on base. Now, that includes walks. Barry Bonds walked many times. He had a 61% on base percentage in Mm. what year? Mm. CJ said. The year was 2000. Jim? 2007. The answer? Mm-hmm. 2000. It's somewhere in between. Okay. 2004. Jim is closer. Oh, Jim gets a point. Oh, 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 CJ. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. God. Jim is doing this to you, CJ. Oh, my God. Get this one on the money, and we go to time. Yeah. Do you oh, want to add any more time. time to your handicap? Oh, geez. What, I have eight seconds? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, no. No. Okay. Sticking to date. No, I'm sticking to date. The designated hitter rule. The DH, they call it. Yep, DH. It's only in the American League. You know that, right? I had no idea. I knew that. What year did it start? Mm. CJ said. Mm, 80. Jim. 72. 73. Jim gets the point. Jim wins 4-1. I'm so sorry, CJ. You're going to have to spend the weekend thinking about how you lost to... I'm the champion. Ah, I am the greatest. (laughs) I will wobble. I can't lose. I win. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. Pin. Lucky. Very lucky. (laughs) <laughs> like baseball. Well, Excellent. spring training is here. Let's play some softball this year. Let's do it. What? Yeah, let's start a station team. My church has a league. Do you, you play be it? In it? No. Oh. I just heard about it when they were giving results at Mass. Mm. I want to join that old man's league. <laughs> the, uh, oh, my, my father-in-law. You ball and you my, shuffle your way to first base. My father-in-law plays at that. The over-70 uh, league. Yeah, I, why not? I went to watch him play. Hey, what are you saying? I went to watch him play, and I think I could tear up that league. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. An Amazon Alexa ad ordered cat food for some people when their Alexa devices overheard the commercial. What if they didn't even have a cat? What a nightmare. Next, 
a dog has been barred from running in the race for governor of Kansas. Looks like he'll never fulfill his dream of becoming a politician. Finally, a lost New York skier has been found in California. He says he has no idea how he got there. Talk about cross-country skiing. Am I right? Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. And transmission. That's right, and you can download that app right now, and you get to hear Big Daddy screw up what should have sounded like politician for the dog running for governor. You can download that app, take Real Radio with you, as well as all your favorite music anytime, anywhere. All you have to do right now is go to the app store on your smartphone and download our free iHeartRadio app. Social media experience. No, that's not, that's not what happened. That is anti-social. What? Why would I not tag you in a photo on purpose? Facebook.com slash Real Radio 1041. Brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting Seacoast. You are listening to The Phillips File, where horrible news is reported horribly. Hold a note anymore. It's the Phillips file for Thursday, one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Tomorrow between three and seven, the Jim Colbert show. Uh, let's talk to Jimmy, see what he's got planned for tomorrow. Well, I'll go from there. What do you have planned for tomorrow? Are you gonna get <laughs> gonna be talking about the Parkland uh, shooting or are you gonna avoid that? It's you know, it's hard to discuss. It's not easy. It is. And what would I say after two days of discussing it? I mean, I guess what I would say is if there's any new relevant news to uh what's happening or uh you know any any uh i I should just leave it there Uh, any new relevant news on what's happened or happening uh that doesn't kind of just repeat what's being said uh from every possible angle this week yeah we'll we'll talk about it if not we'll probably you know just uh move on to some other stuff yeah I think there's a generational change. I don't think there's much much will happen now. I think there's a generation, essentially teenagers now, kids in school now. When they when they become adults, they will they will take action on this because they're li- I mean they're the victims of this nowadays. And I think they'll I be I think they'll be the ones that hey, it's our decision. We we were the ones, you know, essentially traumatized and fear for our life every single day when we went to school. So let's do something about it. And, and Jim, if you look at it in the big picture, isn't that really happening on a number of uh, platforms already with yes. marijuana? The uh, the national acceptance of the LBGD lifestyle. There are a lot of waves of uh, cultural change that that come across the country on on a yearly basis, and it's just well, it's I couldn't me- agree with yeah, you. It's more. the Me Too movement. It was a cultural change there, uh, certainly accepted. I think that's uh, that that. That's that's taken off. That's not going to go back. 
uh, further advances will be made with that. And I, I just have a feeling uh, that there's, I just have this, you know, small feeling that something is now underway. What direction it takes, I'm not sure, but um, I think it might be time that, uh, I mean, maybe the NRA really faces a blowback here. We'll wait and see. I don't know. Hope so. I agree with all that. What else is happening with you? Well, uh, lots of stuff, man. You know, uh, we're going to have an interesting guy that wound up uh, uh, retiring here in Orlando, uh, former heavyweight champion Pinklin Thomas is going to be in studio with us tomorrow for a couple segments talking about his new book called uh, uh, Back from the Edge of Hell. And mm-hmm. uh, probably, uh, although they see the, the glitz and glamour of having a 51-7-1 professional fighting record and being an international sports star for a while, uh, that story was long coming because his childhood was not that glamorous. And uh, he lays it out in detail and will uh, talk to us and ask our question or answer our questions tomorrow as we kind of... Uh, Talk to him about his life as a professional boxer and the life after that. Yeah, I Pink, think it's going to be interesting. Pinklin Thomas was a guest in here, what, about 15 <laughs> years ago? Where he punched and, Otto uh, or something. Yeah, take, yeah. A look, take a look at his fists, uh, Jimmy. They're about as big as cinder blocks. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I had, Otto was working with us at the time, and uh, I invited Otto to come in. To this studio and say, just put your put up your, dukes. Put up your hands yeah. and uh, and see how fast that Pinklin Thomas can throw a jab out there. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, it's it, it wasn't pretty. No, it's not. Pretty. It's not. Pretty. It wasn't. Pretty he's a at great. All. He's a great guy, though. Mm-mm. His left hook was a uh, a liken to that thing they kill cows with. Exactly. <laughs> his his hands are like uh, sledgehammers. Now I don't know. He you know he might be getting up there in age certainly, but uh, he was in great shape and. Uh, Man, still fast, still good. Yeah, you know, he, he fought all the greats, man. He fought Tyson. I think he fought uh, he fought uh, um, Foreman and a couple of the other pretty big names back in the day. And he took Tyson, I think, 10, 11 rounds, man. He, he gave him a good a good match. He could take a good punch, too. And there's an art to taking a punch. I know that sounds brutal, but there really is. I mean, easier to win the fight the longer you're in it, you know, <laughs> or you have a better chance. So uh, that – and then today I had the uh, – I, man, I don't even know. Have you ever used Uber? Mm, yes. Yes. You have. I only a couple of times, but I have, and I uh, I appreciated it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I had to take a long Uber ride today. I had to drop my truck off at a body shop out in Okoe, and right. I live in, in Baldwin Park now, so that's a pretty good little haul, you know. And Jim, I got an Uber driver. Uh, I don't want to tell you the entire story. It was genuinely the one of the more harrowing experiences that I've had. You got to remember, I've been in at least twenty Mexican cabs. Yeah. And I've been in a Mexican cab so bad that the guy starts pumping a brake half a mile and out so he can he would time the drift stop to the stop sign and, and it was it was Carl Sagan esque. I mean it was um the science involved with slamming on metal on metal on brakes and then drifting that glowing red hot disc to a stop exactly <laughs> yeah. at the right time. It is it is like a savant. And uh this Uber driver challenged even the psychosis. Of <laughs> he's a dude. What are you? What's, what's with the? What's with the disc brakes? I mean, what's happening here? <laughs> it was. It was pretty funny, and I do have. And I'm going to pose this to the audience. I have a suggestion uh, when it comes to the company hiring drivers. I think we'll maybe okay. could catch on. Who knows? When you talk to Pinklin tomorrow, remind him that I was the uh, I was the champion of Barracks B back in military school. They called me the Little Piston. I was so damn fast. So. <laughs> 
He's probably got it in his notes. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, Jimmy, we'll be listening tomorrow. Good luck to you. You're the best, buddy. Thanks. Jim Colbert Show between 3 and 7 tomorrow on Real Radio. Eddie the Shaman should be dropping by pretty soon. We'll get So You Want to Win underway after a bit. Indeed. What else is happening? Nothing. They released the list of all the fatalities from the Parkland shooting and their ages. And they're all, you know, the teenagers are 14 and 15 and the pictures of them from the prom. And it's just, it's heartbreaking. I it's just have, I just I have just, this inkling, this feeling. I And I, I agree with you. I think there's some cultural things in motion. You know, whether it's, you know, go back 10 years, maybe the beginning really of the acceptance of the LGBT community. Um, certainly the Me Too movement that is now certainly underway. It's got a lot of strength to that movement. No question about that. I don't think that's going to go away anytime soon, nor should it. And I just have this, I just have a little bit of a feeling, and many times, not all the time, but many times I'm pretty, I'm fairly prescient about this kind of stuff. And I just, I just got a feeling something, something's going to be moving and I'm not, I'm not quite sure where I think on the, on the other side of the NRA is what I'm trying to say. I think well, there are more Americans who might say, enough is enough. Enough is enough. I don't have the answer, but we want one. We've learned that the, the bickering back and forth and then taking no action, we learn what that leads to. And that's this. Another shooting. Another shooting. Right. 18 uh, mass shootings at schools in 2018. Mm-hmm. Last year, there was 18 in the rest of the world. I think we have the right, we elect people to, we have a representative form of government, we elect people to represent us, whether it's in the state legislature or whether it's in Congress, the House of Representatives, and and the Senate. And uh, the ball, they ought to get the ball rolling on this somehow, because the next time this happens, and it will happen, we are allowed, I believe, to say directly to them, you have blood on your hands. I think something... I don't know. I think maybe I think there's a blue wave underway. Unless the Democrats, of course, screw it up for themselves, which they are wont to do from from time to time. But I think in this particular case, the Democrats will take control of the House. There's maybe an even chance they can take control of the Senate. Maybe they'll move something forward that way. What form it takes, I don't know. Mo's not very optimistic about this whatsoever. Oh no, I've been. I am. I've been depressed, you know, for what, a year and a half? Uh, you know, I, I I try to, you know, hold on to a realistic or an optimistic thing, and then things happen that are just so beyond my understanding. I keep thinking, well, that's going to turn the tide, and that it doesn't. And that, no, no, that's really going to turn the tide, and nothing ever moves the needle. So it makes me very well, you know, reluctant mo- to, you know, put my hopes on, you know, this well, you have to look at the history of the United States. This is an midterm. experiment. This is a, a work in progress, this democracy. This republic continues to be a work in progress. That's true. And if you take where we were, let's say, 50 years ago, 75 years ago, whether it's race relations, whether it's this, that, or whatever, we've made a lot of progress. We can certainly say, well, we have a, a lot more improvement, but it's, uh, it's, these, it's these gradual steps that we take progressing i i think that i truly believe something's going to happen for the better um and by the way and someone someone texting in it's been 18 gun incidents at school not mass shootings so okay let's call it 18 gun incidences um there are still a lot of dead kids so you got your correction yeah it's 18 too many feel better about 
feel better about this kind it now. of stuff we as americans we know this kind of stuff should not be happening right so i mean yeah. from 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 that part of the aisle so to speak what do you want to do about this violence then the Republican Party will do nothing about uh, assault-type weapons. They'll do nothing about mental health counseling or funding for mental health counseling. They didn't do anything about bump stocks. Remember that after the Las That's Vegas right. shooting? Oh, we're going to do something about bump mm-hmm. stocks. Oh, couldn't manage that. They didn't do that. anything about bump stocks. Senators were on vacation. Democrats were on board as it related to bump stocks. Republicans uh, stalled that. It, it's it's faded away. Mm-hmm. So, and. And that's a, you know, that's the, you know, the ball's in your court. You're controlling the House and the Senate. Do something. I think the American people now want you to do something. If you don't do something, I do believe the American people will say, you're out. You're out of here. Rural Colorado School District decided Wednesday evening to allow its teachers and other school staff to carry guns on campus oh, no. to protect students. It's never I'm not a big out. fan of that. But. Mm. I mean, that's a decision that uh, that they're allowed to make. I don't, I don't know if there's any proof that that would uh, that that would succeed. School employees are can volunteer to be armed on the job after undergoing training. Oh. Well, well, why don't you just put the the kids under training as well? Everybody can have a gun. Sure, a six year old, let them do it too. Anyway. Whatever. You know, and the question is, why does this happen in this country? This doesn't happen to the, you know, the level of gun violence in this country is way out of whack as compared to countries that are similar, you know, as far as being advanced, progressive, industrialized Western nations. It doesn't. And why is that? Well, we don't want to give up our guns because you never know when uh, their corrupt government wants to take blah, blah, blah. These are people that watch Red Dawn a little bit too often. One triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Here's Dan on Real Radio. Hey guys, how you doing? Okay, very good. I just wanted to, uh, you know, talk about the upcoming election that we've got with a actual sitting senator who's up for re-election who doesn't seem to be making his campaign on an anti-gun platform. As much as Mo wants to huff and puff about Rubio, we've got Bill Nelson who's not done anything either, and he's up for re-election. If the public wants anti-gun. He can make that his campaign, and he can run on it, and we'll see if it works. Well, he might, well, well, he might. I don't know what his uh, his campaign. He hasn't yet. Twenty <laughs> years of shootings, and he hasn't done anything. The BDI bastard. Oh, really? Oh, that's an ad hominem. Very good for you. You really got that one in. Nice. Good job. <laughs> yeah. bastard. How much does? Uh, I wonder how much Bill Nelson takes from the NRA. Because we know that Rubio takes three point three million dollars. So, just saying. All right, well, we'll see whether the beady-eyed bastard wins re-election. one 1041 Here's Anonymous. Go ahead. Hey, guys. I'm actually just calling in. Um, I, I'm actually a graduate of Marjorie Stillman Douglas. I've been in the Central Florida community for 15 years. Um, and, and I think you guys are hitting the nail on the head. Okay, you know, we've we've seen this happen far too often across the country. And the question is, what are we as citizens going to do about it? Um, I, I really think the onus is on us as citizens, and um, I will loop myself into what is considered the millennial generation, actually picking up the ball and running with it. We have seen this going back to the days of Columbine through Sandy Hook, Vegas, and now um, both Pulse and now Stoneman Douglas. Who around the area, where is the, where, really, where is the bench strength? 
that we have to lead Congress forward. And I feel like this is going to be that jumping off point for us. This is that rallying cry where we've seen it in our own backyard now twice. The folks in Sandy Hook saw it, and it's, it's gotten to this, what I feel, a breaking point moving forward for us to say, all right, enough is enough. I don't want to take everybody's guns away. And, and looping in and saying, hey, it's the gun's fault is the wrong attitude. The fact of the matter is it's, it's the assault rifles that are causing these issues. It's the accessibility to pick them up. Maybe we do need to expand the background searches to not only include, you know, a, a, a five-year test, but also looking at people's digital footprints moving forward. Hey, in order for you to apply for this firearm, not only are we going to do a background check, but we're also going to understand your Twitter, your Facebook, your Snapchat handles, and we want to know what I mean, you're saying. Yeah, I think the answers are multifaceted. I don't think there's one answer fits all. Uh, I happen to believe, though, if if you're if anybody's sitting back and uh, you know th- essentially thinking uh, that they have more in common with the NRA than the lives of children, then they have blood on their hands. I I agree with you. I think something is moving now, where a, where a majority of Americans say enough is enough. We don't have. We're not quite sure what the answers to this violence violence is. But uh, we want action. And if we don't get action out of the people who we elect to represent us, we'll get rid of them and find people who will. I think this kind of thing will force some individuals to step forward, for the, for the most part, on the Democratic side and say, I want to serve. I want to do something about this. I do believe that. You see it with the Me Too movement. You see it in the blue wave. You see an extraordinary number of people who are running, who have decided to run for office, in this case on the Democratic side, because they're sick and tired of these Republicans. Absolutely. Okay, man, Thank I appreciate guys. it. You got a one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. We'll take a break. When we come back, grab a line. We'll open up the lines for So You Want to Win, all right? We'll uh, wrap up the last hour of the Phillips file. We'll So You Want to Win it. Then Eddie the Shaman should be coming in to get our chakras aligned and our chi flowing. All upcoming next on Real Radio 104.1. Talking on the radio, not your thing. You can do this, you can do this, you can do this. There's an easier way. Called texting seven seven zero three one real mobile. It's real easy. Real mobile is powered by David Moss Chevrolet. Oh, yeah. 
Phillips file for a Thursday. Time for a little bit of So You Want to Win. So You Want to Win has three rounds. Round one is Brad's True False, 50 50 on that. If you make it through that, then you go into round two, duh, Jim. It's called Brad's in the News, stories ripped from the headlines. And then round three, of course, is Brad's Who Said That. We give you a quote. It's multiple choice. Pick the person who made the quote. It's as simple as that. Mr. Pinkman has a list of prizes. We need some more contestants, too. What's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're oh, calling. I forgot to tell you, Jim, Pinkman likes to unplug the phones Today's the, the 15th of February. It's gumdrop day. Ooh. I like gumdrops. You do? That's not a food. No, a candy can have it's a day. Sustenance. Gumdrops have calories. Of course, it's a food. It's a candy. It's yeah. Oh wait, <laughs> gumdrops. Your shoe is calories, right? Oh, if come you on. eat it, I guess yes. it's the amount of heat it would take to burn off the. Well, tomorrow's a little healthier. Nice tomorrow... try. Wait, there's a no. big difference. You can eat between... leather, right? You can, but okay. So you eat your shoe. It has calories. I don't either. <laughs> well, tomorrow's almond day. I know that's healthier. Oh, Eddie, you can't speak yet. <laughs> Today's gumdrops, tomorrow's almonds. Yeah, okay. Just saying. Oh, good enough. Now let's take a contestant. Here we go. Here is uh, Mark. Are you ready to play, Mark? Sure am. Here we go, Mark. It's true false. You have a lifeline, by the way. You can use Eddie the Shaman and Mr. Pinkman. Use them both. It's a tag team. Mm-hmm. True or false, a Danish government think tank says cows account for 10% of greenhouse gases. A Danish government think tank says cows account for... For 10% of greenhouse gases. Is that true or false? Hmm. Hmm. I hear him talk about that. What is, uh, what do Eddie and Pittman think? Yeah, what do you oh, think? Oh, on a true false note. It seems kind of low to me. I thought it was always higher than that, bro. I thought it was like a lot, like 30% or 30%. something like that. 30%. Totes. They're gassy, man. That's what everyone talks about. No one wants to 30% talk about. of greenhouse gases. Is cow related? As compared to coal-fired power plants and things like Pollution that in automobiles. And yes. The cows account for 30% of greenhouse gases. Three to the O to the percent. That's my route. What are you thinking, Piggy? I say true. Oh, they divide again. All right, we have a split ah. decision here, Mark. True or false? 10% still quite a bit. Uh, let's say true. True, he says. Hold on a minute. Wait a minute. There we That's go. That's your final answer? Sure. Yeah, there you go. Good job. Round two. Here's Mo. Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines. Here's your question. Hassan Firuzabadi, a senior Iranian military advisor, told local media on Tuesday that he was on to them several years ago. Nuclear spies were specially recruited to blend in and detect atomic waves. They were smuggled in to find where there were uranium mines and where Iran was engaged in atomic activities. What got them into this prickly situation? Well, that is a mouthful. Uh, it's a lot of words. Yeah, I'm sorry. Lifelines, can you help me out again, please? Oh, God. Yeah, well, lifelines. my Come first on, thought lifelines. was dolphins. Like, they brought animals, like some kind of sea creature in there. And then when it's they said Iran. prickly, maybe... Uh, yeah, yeah they were dolphins there. Yeah. Mm. Well, prickly pears, that's another way to do it. Cactus. Do um, you think it was like an animal? It has something to do with the desert. Uh, maybe it is a cacti. Or a sabaro, what they call them. Or sabaro. No, that's pizza. Oh, sorry. Um, what's other low hanging fruit, Pink? Ah, uh, well, low hanging fruit. Uh-huh. What else do you say when someone says Sabaro? You don't have to say anything. Mm. It's, it's better not to say anything. We, all thought, of low pizza, fruit. we all thought of it, Pink. Yeah, I know. Uh, and we all said, "Don't say anything," because that would really. Did you already say uh, porcupines? Say that. Did you say porcupines? Yes, mm. hedgehog. Oh. Really? Oh, Sonic. You guys don't have an answer, do you? Wait, is it an wait. animal or is it a vegetable? It's an That's animal. Animal. Uh, spiky. 
pr prickly in the desert. Desert. Uh, maybe it's a maybe it's like a lizard or something like that. Oh, you're getting closer. That's uh, your final answer. Yeah, I'll give it to you. It's a chameleon, a desert chameleon. Yes, Ooh. that's what I was thinking. There you go. Their skin attracts atomic Ooh. waves. All right, here we go, David. Uh, Brad Sue said that. Here's the quote. Multiple choice. Tell me who said it. Quote: You are always new. The last of your kisses was ever the sweetest. Mm. William Shakespeare, D. H. Lawrence, John Keats. Once again, you are. <clears throat> excuse me. You are always new. The last of your kisses was ever the sweetest. William Shakespeare, D. H. Lawrence, John Keats. You know, I actually know this one. What? Well, come on. How do you know this one? Uh, I've read books and. Oh, All right, smart guy. Nerd. All well, right, I, here I, we go. No lifelines. Here we go. Let's see what you're made I'm of. Sure it's Throw John it out Keats. there. Who? John Keats. John That's your final answer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Baby. Yeah. We get a reader. Right, How do you smart like guy. that? Good thing these Mark dummies down. There, no. A reader they... actually called the Phillips file. A reader, Jim. Oh, now I know three. <laughs> Him, Jim, and Fritz. Him, Jim, and Fritz. Arthur, you ready to go? <laughs> Absolutely. Here we go, Arthur. True or false, <laughs> Arthur. Remember, you have lifelines. Olympian Emily Sweeney's family is outraged over the harsh Beatles-themed I'm a Lujar wipeout meme. Is that true or false? <laughs> I'm a luge. I'm a luger. Wipeout meme. Yeah. Olympians, uh, Emily Sweeney's family, they're outraged over the. She had a bag of accidents. Yeah, on the, oh, on the luge. Yeah. I'm a luger. What it, about a lifeline on that? Yeah, do a lifeline. I mean, it sounds ridiculous. I'm going to go true. False. Split decision. Oh, again with I this. love when you guys are no help. Arthur, Same. the split decision, true or false? I'm just going to have to go with true. All right. That's your final answer? Yes. I'm no, sorry, false. no, Eddie. What? Eddie, you're not doing too well here. Come on, Come fire. on, Come on Eddie. Come on, awesome. Tiger. It's awesome. Here we go. Here's Bill. Bill, true or false? Ready? Yes, sir. Excuse me. The volume of U.S. email bearing malicious document attachments jumped 300% during the fourth quarter of 2017. Is that true or false? No oh, lifeline? You got lifelines. Oh, sure. Everybody's got lifelines. All man. right. Go ahead and split it, Eddie. All right, man. Here's the thing. <laughs> I already thought 30% of the gases. I think 300% sounds awesome. So I'm going to go with the 300. True. Do you know what we're talking about, Eddie, when we say malicious document attachments? Mm. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest. He False. still has a flip phone. Oh, no, maybe not. You say true. We have an, another split decision. Eddie says true. Pinkman says false. Golly, I need to spend on Eddie. No help at all. Um, I'll say false. You're going to say false? That's your final answer? Yeah. Sorry, that it's true. true. Wow. Thanks, Eddie. Broke hey, a heart on Thursday there, Pinkman. Just trying to help. Here we go to moving on to Pat. Here we go, Pat, with the true false. Here we go. Breaking down Americans who say being controlled by a partner when it comes to financial choices. 52% of men versus 32% of women say it is a deal breaker. Is that true or false? You have lifelines. I'd say true. You're going to say true? All right. Yeah. That's your final answer? Yeah, you're on, man. Yeah. False. Nope, 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 nope. You should have used those lifelines. Both See, of them I guess are ready women to are say the ones. false. Women are the ones who are annoyed, not the men. Here we go to uh, Chris. 
True or false, Chris, a Planet Fitness survey revealed that when it comes to love, 92% of Americans prefer a partner with a great personality instead of a great body. Is that true or false? True. Want to use lifelines? Nope. True, he says. That's your final answer? Yes. You're right. Good job, man. (laughs) Round two for you. Good luck. You are moving on to a common bond question. Brad's in the news here. A park, bullet man, and the lighting of the Olympic torch. What do these three things have in common? A park, bullet man, and the lighting of the Olympic torch. I'm going to have to use a lifeline on that one. All right. Uh, uh, is it maybe the Tonga guy who was all greased up? No. Ooh, Eddie. That was close. Yeah. Uh, a park bullet man and the lighting up uh, maybe it was like they joined together two things like it was the the coming together of the north and the south the partnership the duality the wait there's a park bullet man and that's air quotes around it i don't know and the lighting means. of the olympic torch people going to the penis park in south korea that's your final answer yeah yeah that's all penis stuff oh it's all penis stuff at the olympics uh, yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It's, uh, you know, the flame. Well, said the lighting of the torch was phallic was with phallic that thing coming and, out. And yeah. there was a giant robot fire penis and yeah. whatever. I don't know. Robot fire penis. That's, That's the name of my new garage, man. Yeah. Yeah. Giant yeah. robot yeah. fire penis. You really right, everybody watch. put together from <laughs> Shay from Orlando, Florida. Here we go. A big hearty welcome to. All right, here we go to Brad <laughs> Sue said that. I'll give you a quote. Tell me who said it. Mm-hmm. Here's the quote. It's a short one. I love me some me. Once again, I love me some me. Who said that? Terrell Owens, Kanye West, or Dirty Jim Colbert? I love me some me. Terrell Owens. You're not going to use a lifeline. You are a very courageous individual. All right. I love me some me. That's your final answer? Yes, sir. Yeah, baby. Good job, man. Wow. Excellent. He knew some stuff. See, he did. I'll take a little break. We have more contestants for So You Want to Win It. Eddie the Shaman. Oh, he won with that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Eddie the Shaman is a, a lifeline along with Mr. Pinkman. And I promised last week that I would give Eddie a little bit more time oh, this yeah, Thursday did. because yeah, he got back yeah. on his time last week. Yeah. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. And now back to the greatest game show ever. Come on! My NyQuil and ecstasy is wearing off! So You Want to Win a. Back to So You Want to Win A. A few more contestants on the line before we hand it over to Eddie to get our chi flowing. Mr. Pinkman, what are some of the prizes? Uh, what we have left is a pair of tickets to Monster Energy AMA Supercross at Raymond James Stadium on February 24th. That comes with Supercross pit passes for before the show. Sweet. You can go to realradio.fm keyword tickets for more info on that. I have a pair. Of- I think that would be one of those things events you go to the supercross where you just go and you're like wow, wow. Yeah. yeah right one of, one of those experiences big yeah. air um i also have a pair of tickets to see dan rather at the hard rock live on march 17th and a pair of tickets to the advanced screening of death wish starring bruce willis on wednesday february 28th at regal waterford lakes death wish is that a remake of the charles bronson movie the 1974 film charles bronson badass mr kersey mundo sir mr kersey yeah what's it a gardenia the cop 
Vincent, yeah, Vincent, Vincent Gardenia, Gardenia from yeah. Moonstruck. Yeah, and then Charles Bronson. Yeah, married to Jill Ireland. Paul Kurtz. Got a cancer. He was heartbroken. Oh. Moving yeah. right along. Here we go to David. Ready to play, David? Yes, sir. All right, David. True or false? You have lifelines. Don't forget that. True or false? An article in the Connecticut College's student paper, The College Voice, referred to Sean Spicer as Sean Sphincter. Is that true or false? True. Man, these people aren't using their life. That's your final answer? Yeah, you're right. Good job. Round two. Here's Mo. That's kind of funny. Hey, because I won a one prize. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Wait, this is Brad's <laughs> in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines. And here we go. Oh. My. God. This story gets creepier and crazier the more you learn about it. Abby Beckley was living on a cattle ranch in Oregon. A few weeks later, she started to have the sensation that something was in her eye. You know how it feels when you have an eyelash in your eye? Long story short... She eventually found her way to the eye doctor where they removed 14 Thelazia gulosa. What were they? Worms. That's your final answer? Yes. They are. Fire. This guy's wow. Like, They're cattle like eye worms. like a Jeopardy contestant here. I don't need no stinking life. All right. Here we go. Moving right what? along to Brad's Who Said That. Here's the quote. Now tell me who said it. Quote. It's kind of a long one. Pay attention here. There is definitely... There- let me start again. Quote, there is no definition of beauty, but when you can see someone's spirit coming through, something unexplainable, that's beautiful to me. Now, who said that? Liv Tyler, Liz Taylor, Taylor Swift. Liv Tyler, the actress, Liz Taylor, the late actress, and Taylor Swift, the uh, singer. There's no definition of beauty, but when you can see someone's spirit coming through, something unexplainable, that's beautiful to me. Liv Tyler, Liz Taylor, Taylor Swift. Uh, can I get a lifeline? Sure, you got two of them. Well, Pinkman, Liz Taylor did have a lot of lovers, and maybe not all of them were really attractive, so maybe that's her response to, hey, I had Richard Burton, who was a hottie, but now I'm stuck with this dude, and he's just cool. So I'm going to go with Elizabeth Taylor. I'm Rest your soul. With Taylor Swift. Ah. Rest her soul. What? Uh, Kurt, I'm going to give you a little bit of help here, all right? Okay. Uh, the answers were Liv Tyler, Liz Taylor, Taylor Swift. Eddie, you said who? I said Miss Liz. Liz Taylor, Taylor. you said Taylor Swift? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kurt, it's neither one of them. So it's either <laughs> Liv Tyler, Liz Taylor, or Taylor Swift. Say Liv Tyler? Yeah, Liv Tyler. That's your final answer? Yeah, yeah Got baby. it, baby. Good job. There you go. All right. Good job, Lifeline. You're very kind. You're very, very kind today. Well... <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> it's not a siren, ladies and gentlemen. That is actually Liz Elizabeth Taylor. Taylor yeah. When she asked if somebody asked her, would you ever consider getting married again? She said, Mary? <laughs> I think she was in a wheelchair at the time. She, was, she wasn't doing very well. I needed space, so I had to get rid of the Mary part. So she went, Mary? <laughs> Mary? No. Justin, ready to play? <laughs> yes, sir. Justin, true or false? True or false? Sad. 25% of Americans, that's one in four, were likely to purchase a box of chocolates for themselves this Valentine's Day. Is that true or false? For themselves? Yeah. 25%, one in four, would buy a box of chocolates for themselves for Valentine's Day. You have lifelines if you want them. Yeah, let's use a lifeline. What do you think, guys? Well, Jim, you know, I'm a huge practitioner of self-love. So yeah. I'm going to say... You masturbate yeah. a lot? What? Wait, what? No, I was, I was saying you got to love yourself. 
Oh, okay. I love myself a lot. Oh, so you don't masturbate a lot. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so I agree with that because that's the one time in the year that you should not only love others, but you should love yourself. So, yeah, get yourself some chocolate. No one else is getting it for you. What are you Boom. saying, Eddie? True or false? I'm saying it's so true. Okay, true. Eddie says true. You both say true. Yes. Uh, what do you want to do there, uh, sport? What do you want to do, Justin? Okay. Let's uh, go with the experts. Let's go with the experts. Yeah, they're wrong. It's false. Was it 50%? It's 52%. Man, so much more love out there. Keep loving, lovers. Go back to your hobby of self-love. Oh, enough. Golly. It's all right. Yeah, it's all right. It's natural. That makes me so happy. That is natural? No, that it's twice. It better be natural. (laughs) No, No time for machines, man. You know what I'm saying? So beautiful. I don't need one of them robots no machine. I told myself, man. That is that gives you hope, man. It gives you hope to know that that there isn't half love, that there's more than half love. Okay, thank you, Eddie. Thank oh, you, Eddie the Shaman. Sake. Thank you very much. Eddie, you ready to play? I mean Lee, what's your name? Where are we? Help, oh, it's help Lee. Us, You're help on us. Lee. There we go, Lee. Here we go. True or false, Lee. Hold on, I gotta find the sheet. True or false. The Florida Lottery announced that Scott Free, 53, of St. Augustine, claimed a $1 million prize in the $500,000 Gold Rush Doubler Scratch-Off game. Is that true or false? That would have to be false. Doesn't have to be that way. Well, I'm guessing with the 500000 match. Yeah, okay. Well, so you want to say a, false? Yeah. That's your final answer? No, it's the doubler. Uh, I tried to help you there. It's doubler. It's the doubler. <laughs> the doubler. Hey, it's the doubler. Doubler Island. Half a million Ireland. doubles to a million. I thought his name rhymed with the thing. That's why I wasn't going to believe it. So I'm glad you didn't ask, bro. I thought you were thinking of the Hamburglar. <laughs> I heard the doubler. And <laughs> I love that one. The Hamburglar was great. I love the Hamburglar. The original villain. Yeah. With the black and white striped shirt. Yeah, with yes. the big, uh, f- you know, wasn't the fedora. Like, like a, a sombrero or something. Yeah, exactly. And he had a mask. A flat brim hat. You couldn't see his whole face because he had a mask. Yeah, Hamburglar. <sighs> so cool. My favorite so, so is, is still the king or king. Yeah. Really? Burger, Burger King? King? Oh, yeah. You mean the one where the commercials where the king was, like, laying yes. next to... Remember Ew. we went through that whole thing? Yeah. It was creepy, man. Yeah, no, really that creepy. was awful. Because all you saw was this. Yeah, he smiled he at you. He didn't, like, yeah. blink. He didn't move his eyes. Creepy. <laughs> With the king on one side of you, the horse head on the other, what are you going to do? So, I have a question for you. <laughs> Hamburglar. Does that mean he... Che- does he steal cheeseburgers, too, or only hamburgers, since he's a hamburglar? Do you know what I'm saying? I think the hamburglar steals whatever he can get his hands on. Oh, so I think because I thought he stole French fries too. Like you would always see him in the commercial, like snagging French fries over a kid's shoulder. I watched a lot of television growing up. Can I ask you one more question? Oh boy, it's after six. I'm allowed. When you were talking about gumdrops earlier, gumdrops, gumdrops. Did they have sugar on them? Yes. Or were they ones without sugar? Where the original gumdrops were the ones with the sugar on them. Sugar, definitely. Yeah, I like those. They're spicy sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Not my favorite. Cause I, I thought I remember gumdrops not having sugar coating on the outside. No, they're the ones, of, uh, like, the ones you get, used to get at the movie theater. Jujubes? No, 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 no. No, the no. other ones. The bigger ones. Uh, Juji fruits. Yeah, Juji fruit. I remember that's that one. That one definitely were, didn't have sugar. Was that the one called Dots? Was it? Yeah, Dots is another and one. And Dots. But that one had sugar on it. Dots had... 
No, <laughs> dots didn't have sugar on them. Dots are the ones that didn't have sugar? I don't think so. Only gumdrops have sugar on They're them. They're about as big as a thimble. Mm-hmm. Yes, correct. Oh, yeah. Like that big. All right, here we go. Oh, man. Sorry, I, I just Rocking and rolling. I just Hang think... in there if you're a contestant. We're going to get oh, to you boy. before Eddie gets our chief flow, and it's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A Brazilian drug dealer reportedly kidnapped some medical staff and made them vaccinate his community for yellow fever. Is he bad or good? I can't tell. Does not compute. Next, the head of the EPA says he needs to fly first class because people are mean to him in coach. A poor whittle baby can't handle criticism on an airplane. Finally, a New Zealand man has been fined for getting drunk and riding a cooler. Can you blame him? Those igloo coolers go 0 to 60 in 30 minutes. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. And transmission. That is correct, and all you have to do right now is go to the App Store on your smartphone and type in iHeartRadio, and then tap download. It's that easy, and you get to take Real Radio, the file, all your favorite shows here, and all your favorite music with you wherever you go, 100% free. So go to the App Store on your smartphone and download our free iHeartRadio app right now. Real Radio Orlando on Facebook, brought to you by Seacoast Bank. See why local is better by visiting SeacoastBank.com. Better by all accounts since 1926. Member FDIC. From and now back to the greatest game show ever. You want to win the hokiest, cornballiest, plastic gifts that break when you look at them? Yeah. So you want to win a... Three contestants to go before we hand it over to Eddie the Shaman. Let's slow it down just a little bit. Eric, you ready to play? Yes, Here we go, Eric, true or false? I said true or false. One more time, Eric, true or false? You do have lifelines. True or false? Great. National gasoline prices have climbed about 40% in two years per economic analyst Joel Nayroff. Is that true or false? Uh, I'm going to say true. No lifelines? No, sir. Man, people are really going for it today. That's your final answer? Yep. You got that right, round two. Uh-huh. Good luck. And uh, this is Brad's in the news. Stories ripped from the headlines. This is not your typical makeover. There have been changes in the past, like in 2004 and in 2013, since its introduction in 1977. Not everyone will be happy about being boxed in by the addition by subtraction approach. There are plans to use new marketing and packaging to help meet the slim down June targets. What is changing? Hmm. Oh, man. Can I use my lifeline? Sure. Well, at first, they're talking about, like, basic math, because they, like, make you learn different math now. Rather than just adding the numbers, you got to, like, pretend you're rounding up and all that stuff. Yeah, that thing. Um, There's a makeover. Something's being made over. How about cereals? Like, cereal boxes, if you guys haven't noticed, they're getting smaller and thinner, and there's less per ounce in there. I noticed these things. labeling on it. Wait a minute. Less per ounce. Could I? Yeah, yeah, the boxes have changed. Have you noticed? Certain cereal boxes have gotten skinnier, but it's the same price. It's an ounce. ounce. It wouldn't be less per ounce. But the price per ounce is different because they're more. There you go. I'm a price per ounce shopper. What? Could I hear the clues once more, please? This isn't your typical makeover. There have been changes in the past in 2004 and again in 13 since this thing was introduced in 77. Not everyone's happy about being boxed in by the addition by subtraction approach. There are plans to use new marketing and packaging. Help meet the slim down June target. What's changing? Something about less is more. Do you think it's about computers? Mm. The nutritional value of... You were closer yeah, you're before. Getting closer. Yep, you were closer before. Let me uh-huh. eat. 
Ooh. It is. Ah, uh, slim down. How about slim fast? Happy oh. meals. That's your final answer. There it is. Yeah, They're taking uh, cheeseburgers out of it. There we go. Here's the quote, Brad, who said that uh, quote. And I'll give you three uh, persons. Pick the one who made it. Made the quote. Quote, ladies of the world, you've got a raw deal. Too many times your voices have been silenced. Well, I want to let you know I hear you. Now, be quiet Be quiet while I explain it to you. Uh, or I explain, let me do that one more time, Let's please. Let's try again. Okay. <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen. And number three, three, two, one. Ladies of the world, you've got a raw deal. Too many times your voices have been silenced. Well, I want to let you know I hear you. Now be quiet while I explain you to you. Now who said that? Louis C.K., <laughs> Stephen Colbert, or Bill Maher? Oh. I go with Sure, do it again. It sounds very Bill Maherian. It sounds I'm going to go with Bill Maher. Colbertian to me. Split decision. Louis C.K., Stephen Colbert, Bill Maher. But then it could be C.K. before the fall. Uh, Good point. I got to go with Colbert. You're going Colbert. That's your final answer? Yes, sir. Yeah, baby. There you go. Good job, man. Good job. There you go. There you go. Javier, ready to play? Yes, sir. All right, man. Here we go. Listen closely. Escuche. True or false, the FBI's motto is fidelity, bravery, integrity. Is that true or false? FBI? Yeah, the FBI's motto is fidelity, bravery, integrity. Use your lifelines if you want to. Lifeline, lifeline. Okay. I thought it stood for something else. Uh, Fidelity, bravery, integrity. Yeah, I thought false. it was just like Federal Bureau of Inst- Investigation. Yeah, so it's false. I believe it's false. See, it's Federal false. Bureau of Investigation. Exactly what you just said. That's your final answer? Yeah. Oh, it's true. No, you that's know? their name, oh, not their motto. It. You know, my Uncle Blanky was oh, a special my. agent with the Federal Bureau, no Bureau of Investigation. Yeah. Many did he have times. to wear a suit? And did he have one of those cool badges that he had to flip on the... At, like, it he had like a badge. A he had a Smith & Wesson Snubnose 38 revolver. He had the mm-hmm. badge. He, at that time, you had to wear a suit. That's Virtually I mean. every FBI agent Skinny wore the time. same type yeah, suit. Sure. Because this was back in the 50s, early 60s, when he worked for J. Edgar Hoover. Mm, bad guy. Yeah. He worked for him? Well, everybody worked for him. Yeah, he was Edgar the director, Hoover of, was the the director of the FBI. But you know what I mean? Was he on his side, or was he... Is Not it? on, you know what I mean? Like inner workings. Michael Blanky was on the FBI side. I'm just asking, you know? Sometimes he might have oh seen some gosh. stuff that he didn't agree he's with. Ju- he's accused. Wow. Just asking. I'm not accusing him a question. I just wanted to know if Uncle Blanky. Of all the years I've talked about Uncle Blanky, has anybody ever challenged the integrity no, of Uncle Blanky who never. worked for the FBI? Never. With the motto of the FBI's fidelity, Bloody. bravery, and integrity? Obvious, Never, ever. Obviously, he had all those three. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been with the FBI. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Go Blanky. This is very, very disconcerting. Really? Throw Uncle Blanky under the bus. This is almost as bad as Brad wrote it as Uncle Blackie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Jimmy Fallon. Knock it off with the laugh. Here's Charles. <laughs> ready to play, Charles? Right. Here's the last one, so pay attention, okay? All right. All right, Charles. Hey. True or false? Seventy-five percent of workers say the top quality of an effective manager is compassion. Is that true or false? Uh, I'm going to use a lifeline real quick. Yeah, lifelines. What do you think? Normally, I would say no, but I think it's true. You got to have compassion. Seventy-five percent of workers say the top quality of an effective manager is compassion. What do you think, Pinky? 
false. A split decision. Here we go, Charles. What do you want to do? I'm going to say false. You're going to go false. That's your final answer? Yes. You are right. Round two. Eddie was wrong. (laughs) Oh, no. Here's common bond for you. Brad's in the news. Game of Thrones, Stranger Things, and Big Brother. What do these three shows have in common? Game of Thrones, Stranger Uh, Things, and Big Brother. Use your lifelines if you want. Lifeline, please. Uh, they were like the three highest rated things on television last week. That's your final answer. Give it to you. Well, sort of. They were the, the top three yeah. tweeted television shows oh. of 2017. Close That's enough. Right, the whole year. Yeah. Here's uh, Brad's who said that last round. Uh, you win this, you win the prize. Here's the quote. Tell me who yeah. said it. When the waitress asked if I wanted my pizza cut into four or eight slices, I said, four. I don't think I can eat eight. <laughs> now, who said that? Yogi Berra? Richard Wright? Or Rodney Dangerfield. I'll give you the quote one more time. When the waitress asked if I wanted my pizza cut into four or eight slices, I said, four. I don't think I can eat eight. Oh, rim shot. Uh-huh. Yogi Berra, Richard Wright, or Rodney Dangerfield. Use your lifelines if you want to. Can't believe shot uh, doctors. Lifeline, so. please. Lifelines, what do you think? Okay. I can um, see Richard Wright saying it in a slow, monotone way. And Stephen Wright. Then that's why it's Yogi Berra. I agree with Yogi Berra. Yeah, I don't know who Richard Wright is. You don't want to use that Rodney Dangerfield voice? Hey, I got no respect. Hey, Schmeels, I have a thousand bucks as you look it. And by the way, I watched that just yesterday, and my favorite line is, Hey, we're all going to get laid. We play that well, every day. I know, that's where that's from. You remember, I've been secretly uh, looking up all your drops. Charles, they say <laughs> Yogi Berra said that. <laughs> oh, I'll give you a clue. Life. It's not Richard or Stephen Wright. So it comes down to Yogi Berra <laughs> or Rodney Dangerfield. What do you want to do? I'm going to go with Rodney Dangerfield. You're going Rodney Dangerfield. That's your final answer? Yeah. You want to think about that one more time? Yogi Berra or Rodney Dangerfield? Uh, I'm going to stay with Rodney Dangerfield. Okay. That's your final answer? Yes. No, I'm sorry. I oh. gave you a shot there. I gave you a try. It was Yogi Berra. It was totally Yogi Berra. Yeah, thanks I- for playing. So you want to win. Oh, yes. Once again, my children, it is time to let your yin meet your yang. Ten minutes. Reach deep into your soul. Find your inner child and teach him not to touch himself in public. It's the hardest working man in the business. I give you Eddie the Shaman. Oh, Eddie's not getting 10 minutes. Detective Barb called in just a little while ago to remind us. <laughs> this is important, Eddie. Very important. Especially for your children. Yes. She told you what, Jack? Uh, they had the Speak Out hotline, and it's specifically, it's an anonymous tip line, just like Crime Line, same phone number, for kids who have information uh, about whether maybe a, a, a student they know is carrying a gun or there's right. a bullying situation or something where they feel that when they say, if you uh, see something, say something, this is an opportunity. You can do it anonymously. It's the Speak Out hotline, and it's 1-800-423-TIPS, same number as Crime Line. And uh, it's a great service, and it's meant so kids, if they know something wrong is happening, they can report it. Especially in light of what happened in South Florida yesterday. We had a child at one of the schools, I think, down towards Lake uh, Lake Nona. Uh, earlier today, was taken into custody, had a replica, had a BB gun, but it was a replica of a real gun. And these type of things happen, and utilize that, uh, utilize that line. 
All right, Eddie, it's all yours. What do you got for us today? Well, just to tag on that, as you know, when I was a school teacher, uh, by the way, bless all school teachers and students who are in schools, uh, we did have the Student and Family Empowerment, which is called the Safe Core Group, where, again, I got trained, and that's type of thing. Things like that, teaching, learning for life, those are all opportunities where, again, you gave a kid an opportunity, peer mediation, where they could go and talk to you. They told you, and then you can then take it. Because, again, the, the fear is most kids don't want to tell. They feel like they're a tattletale, or someone's going to find out, and then they're going to either get in trouble or ostracize by the community. Yeah. Well, neither is going to happen. Just say something. It's okay. It's anonymous and it's safe. So hallelujah to Barb. Thank you for creating that, con that content. That's perfect. But Jim, I, I don't want to switch gears in a weird way, but yesterday was Valentine's Day and uh, we had that question about the Valentine's Day candy. So I don't know about you. Do you ever buy day old bread? Like when you went through your life, did you ever oh, buy day old bread? I have, but yeah. not now. No, but I mean, you know, but you did by choice because it was a little cheaper and it wasn't that it gone bad. It was only what, 12 hours old. It's not like it's Gotta kill you or nothing, right? So think about this, Jim. Right now, there's a ton of Valentine's candy waiting for you, buddy. And 99% of it's gonna be half off because they have to get rid of that candy. So sometimes maybe you need to wait that 24 hour period and then go buy your candy because you can get a whole bunch of really delicious candy right now. It's only gonna be half well, that off. That really works well. It Happy does. Valentine's Day a day late. Yes, no, dude. No, hey, if we got belated birthday cards, boom, uh, boom, God, Jackie. I'm trying to make a joke. But I know oh, it's all good. Sorry, yeah. Hey, love is love, bro. Cultural observation that went nowhere. Here's the thing, my culturally observant friend. I say to you, this it is the year 2018 remember we added the numbers that is the dose we have partnerships going on so now my friends for you and jack and i think mo even i don't know if pinkman has one it is the year of the dog brothers and sisters of love in the next 24 hours, we will start celebrating. That's right. On February 16th, we celebrate the Chinese New Year. And that, of course, is the Year of the Dog. Now, if anyone didn't know this, the great story about the Zodiac signs is, is that basically, uh, you know, the guy running the Zodiac era, you know, the Chinese dude, he said, hey, man, I want to have a party. And I want all the animals in the world to be invited to this party. Everyone's accepted. Everyone's invited. But remember, here's the tricky part about life, lovers. Sometimes you're invited, but you don't want to go. You don't know why you don't want to go, or you just don't go, but then you find out later you should have gone. Well, guess what? All those other animals out there that are not on the Chinese Zodiac, you should have gone to the party. Because believe it or not, he was creating the Zodiac by the arrival of each animal. So whoever arrived first was the first sign of the Zodiac. Now, the dog is the 11th of the Zodiac signs. Do you know why the dog, since you guys are dog lovers, why the dog is the 11th sign of the Zodiac? I have no clue. Wait, because it's the, the 11th month of the year, mm -mm. maybe? Is it Sagittarius? No. Nope. Who's the dog? What's the it? dog is the Sirius. dog. Yeah, it's just the dog. Oh, I see. What the deal was oh, is... Oh, it's because, yeah, it's the, the uh, constellation, because the constellation has 11 stars in it. Ah! Oh, that's yeah. a good one. That is so good. No, again, not good, right. Huh? No, not right, it's wrong. It's so wrong. The reason well, why... so I, wrong. Either, it was just... It's kind of It's wrong. like, you know, more than 30% wrong. If you Here, give me a little bit more time, I could have sold that. Really I sold know it. you could have. But was, here's the reason why, Jim, is I believe it or not, you and I, zodiacally speaking, we were helping save the planet. Zodiacally, what is that Zodiacally, zodiacally speaking, meaning that the rooster, the dog, and one other animal were actually helping God fight evil. That's why they were late to the party. That's why the dog got their 11th, and that's why the dog is the 11th sign on the Zodiac oh, cool. and that I'm... kind of funk. Now, here's the thing. 
All those animals invited to this party, and remember, it was the order in which they arrived, but the dog himself actually has the sign of the yin-yang. Now, for those who don't know the yin-yang, you've seen it before. It basically is a circle. It has half dark, half light, and in the dark, there is light, and in the light, there is dark, because you must always remember, no matter how positive you are, there's that little speck of dark in there to remind you for that balance, and the same thing goes. I mean, it's opposites, positive, negative, you know, man, masculine, feminine, the whole nine yards. But the other thing about the dog, and this happens when we draw the power animal, dogs are loyal, man. Their one trademark is their loyalty. And they are so very honest and trustworthy. But you know something, Jim? What? I talked about it many, many moons ago with you about, hey, man, you ever talked to your house? And you looked at me like I had been on some stuff, which I wasn't at the time. But I did convince you. I said, Jim, though, when the hurricane comes, don't you look at the house? You're like, all right, keep it together. And you're like, you know what? I do talk to my house. So, Jim, I ask you this. I talk to my car. I don't talk to my house. Nice. You talk to your car, too? Well, I think a lot of people do. I rub the dashboard sometimes when I'm on a low road. Please start. Please start. Please start. Right? 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 Get me there. Just get me there. Just get me there. And that's why, again, that's a permanent yet very temporary state of mind. Every once in a while, you go high test, give it a nice goose of Great gas or you pour that stuff, that like $1.99 stuff, you get it like the Quickie Mart, and you just kind of pour it in there, and it's supposed to keep it cleaner. But you're right. Give your car, give your car a treat. Just that power boost that you get at the convenience store. If you pour that in Five-hour energy? Man, that, mm. your car will just, it'll just. No, is it like that. Is it like NOS? Like from one of those Fast and Furious, like, look out, he's got NOS. I heard Here's media the, is not responsible for people who put five-hour energy in Don't put car. that in your gas I love tank. that reading, Jack. That was beautiful. Yeah, nice job good. underneath your voice talk. Jim, do you ever talk to your dog? What do you mean, talk to my dog? I totally talk to question. my dog. Everybody talks talk to their dog, course. But why do you talk to your dog? Because I think my dog understands what I'm saying. Okay. Now, if you think your dog understands what you're saying, would you say that you get the answers from your dog, or you get the answers from the dog because you're talking to the I dog? I don't know if I get the answers, but I get a response many times. There you go. The owners that talk to their dogs, Jim, that's the key to life because you're if such you're a good girl. exactly, and it knows it's being a good girl. Now, on the inside, you know, you're dogs are very sweet. scared and nervous. And that's why we need to give them a safe home, safe food, fresh water, to give them that feeling. Much like rescue dogs, you know, they're a little skitzed out. You're like, I will love you. I will help you. And the thing is, the dog helps you because sometimes you need to talk to the dog so you can verbalize what's in your mind. So you go, you know what? This makes a lot of sense. And you feel better, and the dog feels better, and you rub Dogs are not judgmental. Bingo, Jim, it says you right tell here. tell a dog like, every, all your problems, and a dog is not going to judge you. A dog will listen to you, but not judge you. Loyal, oh, honest, trustworthy. True. Dogs give advice, and they like helping others. Now, I know your dog is being trained to help others, but yeah. Jim, here's the thing. Can't we all be a little bit of the dog this year, maybe? Maybe we should all channel the dog, even though we have our own power animals. Since it is the year of the dog, maybe we should be a little more loyal to our friends. Be a little more honest. We're doing that. Be more like We're, our dog? Exactly. You, what do you say at the end of your program every day? I peed on a grin on like my property. You say grin like and a dog. grin yeah. like a dog. Pee That's outside yep. and buy your books with cash. Exactly. Now, <laughs> think about this. The Lunar New Year is the first day of the month. Now, the reason why they do this, it is coordinated to the moon. So, we just had super moon. What with the moon? It is coordinated. All the months. Oh, coordinated. For this, yeah, coordinated. Sorry, I, I, um, I, I heard I'm from Long Island, I so I have a little bit of a diphthong when I speak. I dip say thong. milk. But... Ew. Yeah, I can't help it. You say milk or yeah, milk? I always say milk. I say milk, milk too. Milk. 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 M-E-L-K. Milk. Uh, Love them. And chocolate. Oh, totally chocolate. chocolate. No, it's chocolate. 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 Chunky, what a what a chunk of chocolate. Hey, I love chunk of chocolate, but I didn't realize it had raisins in it. I would you a dollar. Which yeah. I said the great I Arnold Stang, who starred with Frank Sinatra in the movie The Man with the Golden Arm. Which he got points. an Oscar for. Thank you. Brilliant, Brilliant points. movie. Many points. Triple points over here. 
Here's the thing. If you want to, now is the time. If you want to get different, cycle yourself up with the cycles of the moon. Okay. Get accomplished things. Hey, you know what? Before the moon gets full, I'm going to get these things done. After the moon is full, I'm going to get these things done. On my way to the new moon, I want to get these things done. If you start thinking about it and lining it up with the moon, that is why there are 12 months in the years and there's only so many cycles of the moon. But Jim, what did you know? No. That no matter what we know and no matter what we think and no matter what we feel, sometimes we're reminded that there is beautiful and there is love in the world. That's right. Do you know I got reminded of that this week? Do you know how? How? Now, Jim, it wasn't because I brought in the can of spice that I have you read every year. It wasn't because of that. It was because Pinkman got engaged. Pinkman engaged himself to another human being through love. And the greatest thing about it is not only love to Pinkman, but to Pinkwoman. Oh, Mrs. Yeah. Pinkwoman. Yeah. I Soon cannot wait to meet this lady because oh, for boy. me, I'm so I happy because mm. Pinkman, A, mm. she was smart enough to say yes to you. I'm Get ready saying. to say, ga- say goodbye to your daughter. Ah, <laughs> no, true, don't man, do it. Totally true, man. And secondly, bro, oh, the greatest thing about it was she was highly intelligent enough to say yes to you. So you have to remember, it goes both ways, man. But the great thing is, your love has sparked love throughout this planet. I saw the people commenting. Everyone's like, dude, Pikmin got love. There is hope in the world. There (laughs) is a moment where everyone can find love. Rude. Yeah, it's not kind of rude, isn't it? It's very polite. Pikmin can find love. Anybody anybody can can find love. Yeah, because we were all worried because we didn't know if Pikmin had any love. Oh, it's true. Say goodbye to your daughter. Oh no, Eddie. Remember this. All right, just do this instead. (laughs) Everyone, just think about the most powerful power animal that we have this week, and that is our power animal known as the snake. And that is to transmute all those poisons, shed the skin of the past, and remember, honor the change in progress. Deep breath in. Let it go. Out. Remember three things. What? Peace, love, and the Phillips file. Love shocker for Jim. Love shocker! Thank you for partaking in the cleansing of your soul. Oh, boy. This is just one step in your journey toward inner peace and happiness. Remember to keep your chakras in line. And wash your hands after you go to the bathroom. That's it for us. We're out of here. Jim Colbert Show tomorrow between 3 and 7. Phillips File returns on Monday at 3, right after Sean. He's the news junkie with Sabrina and C. Lane. They follow the monsters in the morning tonight. Eat dessert first, grin like a dog, wander aimlessly, pound your conch as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care.